Tonight on the podcast, we're talking a whole slew, slew of DC Warner Brothers Discovery news. Of course, we're going to touch on the cancellation of Batwoman or Batgirl. Uh, we're talking Marvel Phase 4 a little bit. We are going to talk about Deadpool 3, Peacemaker, and Joker, Ninja Turtles. And Ninja Turtles. We got all that and so much more on this episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. Somebody hit that music, please. No? Okay. What is up, all of you beautiful people? Howdy. It is Friday night in Phoenix, and you're listening to the best damn podcast in the stratosphere, going more viral than that case of herpes the girl on the strip gave you in Vegas last year. It's the Absolute <laughs> Geek Podcast. I'm Matt. I am Lance. I'm Max. How is it going this weekend, fellas? It's finally Friday. We're here with all these beautiful listeners again. Friday is the best day of the week. Yeah. Stick boy is already starting fire saying we're talking about Lance's turtle head. I have a turtle head? Turtle. I guess turtle. I guess I guess you're turtle heading, bud. I think people That's are why we were late to start the show. You know, I learned a new term yesterday, by the way. Oh yeah. What did Speaking he say in that movie? Ball, ball pointing. pointing. Yes. The term ball pointing before? instead of prairie dogging. Oh. Yeah, Brad Pitt like says a pen. bullet train. Yeah, like ball pointing. Okay. <laughs> Which, by the way, that movie was hilarious. It's not getting great reviews, but I'm sure you loved it. It was it was really fucking funny. Oh, it had its issues, but it was really good. I I have zero issues with that movie. I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> it's not perfect, but I loved it. Your mom I says, loved... "Damn it, stick boy! I can't unsee that visual." <laughs> What's going on? Shout out to the chat who arrived early this week and on time. I read comics says, let's get this party started. Welcome in. I read comics. Uh, stick boy says, hello, gents. What's going on? Stick boy. Fantastic world says we, who we, who do you too? Eric Williamson. Well, I'm a very, yes, I am very beautiful. And then we already, you know, acknowledge your mom. Welcome in everyone. You guys are ready for a good time. What's new, guys? Anything new this week? Anything interesting this week? Just saw uh, the movie. I mean, that's that's the only thing I've got. I've got something. I woke up on Wednesday morning. Gotcha, man, what's up? And the freaking IRS deposited fifteen hundred bucks in my account. Nice. Well, that's I don't nice. know where the fuck it came from. I don't know why I have it, but it's from the IRS. I must have overpaid on taxes or something. I don't know. Is it your? Just... Is it a child credit? Are they still? Are they doing that? I think so. They didn't pay it out. It was less than I used to get for my child credit. No, because I got all my child credits. I don't. I don't fucking know what it is. I got to go research it. But it was kind of nice to wake up Wednesday a couple days before I get paid and get fifteen hundred bucks for no fucking reason. Just don't spend it. Don't. Well, I I had to buy some shit that I've been needing, like our fucking garage light. You know the light, the main light in the garage. I don't know what happened, but it just broke like the whole fixture and everything. So I had to buy a new light fixture and now I got to replace that. And what else did I buy? I bought some baseball equipment for my daughter because she made the varsity team at her school. 
So congrats my daughter. Team, huh? Yeah, the it's sixth grade. School team. Oh. It's sixth grade. Uh, when like <laughs> when I was like, Dave, she's playing start... with high schoolers. That's what's up, man. Yeah. When did they start clarifying? Like, it's sixth grade. Aren't they all varsity at that level? Like, <laughs> well, I don't. Pee wee, wouldn't it? Yeah, I guess. But she, uh, yeah, she, she's well, JV would be high school too. Yeah, junior varsity is JV. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you, thank you, Bill Nye. Well, I know I what JV is. I know you know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, how Patrick many says on the interweb no. Patrick says child's cre- tax credit was fourteen hundred. I believe was it fourteen hundred per child? Because you got to remember, Lance has inflation. A fucking okay. sea of children. You got to think about it. It's, we got inflation going on here, Patrick. But so. did did not did no did nobody else get money from the IRS? Because no, I didn't get anything. Why would Although, I get a child tax credit then? My kid is too young. I haven't claimed my kid yet because she was born after tax season. So uh, yeah. I've claimed mine. So I would have gotten a credit, but I don't know. Let me check my bank yours, account. Did I get money? This would have been like two fifty, right? Because it, it was three hundred last year when I got it. Yeah, three hundred. I, I didn't under age. Oh, Patrick says it's fourteen hundred max, regardless of how many children. Who knows? Maybe it was just a mistake, or are you overpaid. I'm just saying, be careful because they're going to come back and want that money back. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I tell them to go fuck themselves and move to Mexico. <laughs> They'll just take it from your account, dude. You won't even know. It'll just be like, <laughs> gone. Uh, boop, boop. But yeah, dude, that was a nice little surprise. That was money sorely needed <laughs> at that point in time because fucking shit's always breaking. The big week, man. We had Sandman come out today on netflix uh beavis and butthead made their triumphant return yesterday on paramount plus um what else Lightyear came to disney plus this week That's right yeah. we had uh oh, my coming up about hulu that one coming uh that came to hulu today or yesterday whenever it did so it's been a big Blackbird. week for content yeah blackbird season finale came out today that was great oh don't tell me i haven't watched it yet I and mean, it's, it's based on history. So, well, what? Like, well, one or I two, haven't looked up the history. I'm still not going to, I'm not going to tell you. Don't worry. <laughs> like, what? But, one or two weeks away from uh, I Am Groot on Disney Plus and then Andor She-Hulk. and She Hulk. Uh, Andor got delayed. Did it get That's pushed? True, yeah. It was like mid September. Oh. Yeah. Unfortunately. But the trailer but, looks great. Trailer looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, doesn't well, she? Let's talk about that out? for a minute. Uh, the Go Andor ahead. trailer. Because, to me, like, I think this is this looks like a show from watching the trailer that people who are in the know, like Max and big in Star Wars, are really gonna dig this trailer. But I think like the filthy casuals, like me and Lance, who know just enough about Star Wars to be dangerous, aren't gonna really care for this show, or it's not really going to hit the mark with us. Because you know what, we're going back to before um, Rogue One, and yeah. We're going to learn about a character that took place, you know, that was part of that squad. So it's like, I think it'll be, it, it looks super good to people who are like hardcore Star Wars people. But like me, I was just like, mm, this looks kind of like whatever. I could take or leave this. Yeah. I didn't even know what the hell was going on. Well, let's live react to it then. I yeah, would turn, Disney, I would Disney. shut the audio off on it. Is that better? Yeah. Uh, We're still gonna get copyright strike, but it doesn't matter. Well, they just gotta stop it. Disney's cooler about it than Warner Brothers. Well, who Those knows? It might be different yeah. now. 
I think I think the visuals are looking great, like movie budget quality. That, yeah, it, it that visually Star Destroyer it looks, looks great. The freaking Senate, that's cool to see again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the people that that's did Rogue that One that created it or whatever, are they involved with this? You know, I'm so often. I'm really not sure, to be honest. But like as you as you watch the trailer, you'll see you know, I don't know, I guess maybe you're right, Matt. That as a big Star Wars fan, like I'm going to be more excited about this, but you know, because you got Saw Gerrera coming back, Mon Mothma is going to be in it. You get to see the the rebellion forming. I, I think there's potential for Ahsoka to be in this show since she was Fulcrum. And uh, what is Fulcrum? Fulcrum was the code name uh, given to a rebel like spy, uh. and th- it turned out to be Ahsoka. So that's a spoiler for season one of Star Wars Rebels. But oh, from the creators of Rogue One. The Empire is choking us so slowly. We're starting not to notice. You got, you know, I love that you've got people in the Empire that are fighting back. Father, give it all to something real. Yeah, like to me, it's like there's so much going on here that I'm like out of the dark about because I haven't read any of the books. I know a little bit of the video game lore, a little bit of what's going on in like um, the comic books, but nothing like about this time frame because like i've started reading like old republic uh comic books and stuff and like vader and dr afra and things like that but not up on this era of star wars well i mean that's i think why the show's coming out there's not as much about this era of star wars uh, I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. And it's during the Skywalker era, but it's not really a Skywalker story, right? Well, it's like before that's... the Skywalker era. It's between. But, but this bleeds into it. <laughs> it's between Episode Three and Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forrest, that was Forrest Whitaker, right? Yeah. So, if, oh, that guy. They did some awesome CGI on his eye. If that was Forrest Whitaker. You're in my neck. <laughs> Because his eye wasn't looking <laughs> six different directions. <laughs> Are you with these? She looks very much like You'll the chick see. from Halo. <laughs> she does. You're right. She does kind of look like Eric Williams, Prey is Prey has got some mixed reviews, man. Ish Ish really wants to talk about that movie because uh I think his his opinion off, my baby. drastically varies than in the opposite direction of Patrick's. Witness the beginning. But I liked Prey a lot, though. You liked it a lot? I did. Is that freaking Maz Kanata? Or just someone similar, like, race? Dude, you realize when you say things like that? Yeah, I'm like, who? What? What the hell are you talking about? Scroll back. Scroll back a little bit. There was an alien with, like, goggles I know I've seen him before, like in a game or something. Her. So oh, <laughs> right there. Okay, that's not Maz. All right. There's I've seen this thing. dude before, though. Uh, you're thinking Lobot, you're getting, probably. Yeah, you're getting vibes of the like the droid chick with the the glasses, like that. Who gives? Yeah. Uh, uh, who gives uh, Ray the uh, the lightsaber in? Yes, that's who Force it reminded Avengers. me of. And who you're thinking of? I think Lance is Lobot. He's a uh, Basically, like a cyborg that is uh, like the right hand man of uh, Lando Calrissian. So there are similar vibes there, except for the goggles, because that guy doesn't have goggles. 
I don't know. I think the show looks cool. You got characters. The CGI looks good. CGI looks very good. I think, like, yeah, I think it's visually very good. And I think the that's interesting that they're going with three episode premiere instead of two. And yeah. What do you guys, I don't know if you guys heard, but did you hear that um, She-Hulk is going to be a Thursday release and not a Wednesday? No, I didn't. Every Thursday or just the first one? Apparently, apparently from what I read, She-Hulk is going to be a Thursday release. Huh. Because I was going to say that they might have delayed Andor because of She-Hulk to give She-Hulk more of that time in the spotlight before Andor comes out, which still could be the case. But if they're not releasing on the same day, that does help at least. Yeah, I don't. I. That's crazy. Well, will She Hulk be ending already at that point? No, She Hulk will probably have two more episodes. Because I think uh, She Hulk comes out what two weeks? All I, six episodes. All I know is Disney's got to do something. Fuck you. Who? An ad came up on my YouTube. <laughs> oh, I, was like, I was like, "Who? Who are you talking yeah. to?" It just started who is talking. in that room? Do you want to increase YouTube views? That... Like that's all I heard. Uh, You're very angry at somebody. No. Uh, Disney's just got to do a better job of once one show ends, something else needs to be there because literally all my Disney's being used for right now is Bluey. Because Miss Marvel ended and what has been since. Like they don't have enough revolving content. No, they don't. They're getting there. I think they've had tons of content this year, though. It's only been it's been like less than a month between shows. Yeah, it's just it's just they need to keep people coming to their service every every you know they need they need to keep people paying their monthly subscription so if there's well, content do, like, at least once a month that people want what yeah they just had lightyear drop on there so like yeah we don't have any marvel stuff but like people yeah. are gonna come there to watch lightyear i haven't seen lightyear yet i'm planning on watching it now that it's yeah it just Plus. dropped it just dropped wednesday um, right tuesday or wednesday yeah yeah but miss um, marvel ended what three weeks ago so that's been three weeks of no content I am Groot is streams uh August 10th, so that's this Wednesday coming Speaking Wednesday. Of, so I am Groot is on gonna be on there. Um nice shirt today. It's a cool shirt. And that's gonna lead into the holiday special. The holiday special. I don't know, it's gonna lead into a bunch like it leads into um She Hulk, and then I think She Hulk's gonna lead into werewolf by night and then werewolf by night is going to lead into yeah, which they haven't really given any special. details about werewolf by night still no they have not i wonder if if there's a reason for that if it's just gonna be some hokey thing you know what i mean like is it really going to be like this impactful piece i don't think it's going to be impactful but i think i think hocus pocus 2 is coming out that's what i'm excited for <laughs> yeah i'm down with hocus pocus I don't even know if my wife realizes that's coming out because she'd be stoked about that. I didn't yeah, grow I... up watching Hocus Pocus. I don't have the nostalgia <laughs> for it, but she did. She is. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's obsessed. Every Halloween has to watch I, that movie. I showed my wife the trailer and that was a huge mistake. Why? You should, check it. You should see that. She hasn't shut up about it. Oh, you see <laughs> the shirt I ordered today. What'd you order? I'll show you. Show me now. Eddie from uh, Stranger oh, Things. Oh, I love it. God Save the Freak. Yeah, it's kind of a turn on uh, the Sex Pistols. Yeah. Nice. I love it. I, was, I saw that shirt. And I was like, I got to have that. Got to have that. Did you see the new shirt I designed for uh, my daughter? Stranger Things shirt. Did I show you that? No. Oh, yeah, the, 
the Vecna. Yeah. Aaron says, I already have Hocus Pocus release on my calendar. <laughs> yeah, we watched it every Halloween, dude. Every Halloween we watched that. I still apparently can't watch Lightyear without her. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I kind of want to. I don't think my wife out. wants to see Lightyear. Well, I think I'm good to watch it by myself, but I don't really want to. Well, yeah, Stick Boy says, don't be a right now customer. Eric says, Disney Plus is kid crack. I can't watch it all. Yes, Aggie, Sandman today. I have not watched Sandman. I'm going to do that later tonight, I think. I'm going to start it. Not you today, think that's a show tonight. that my wife would be into? I'm nervous about watching it. Uh, probably not. No? No. Lightyear was good, despite the odd hate. Yes, it was odd. It's because it wasn't Tim Allen. Though. Is it? Yeah, is it really that odd to be mad that... Buzz Lightyear didn't voice Buzz Lightyear. I don't think Buzz, that's the Buzz, reason Buzz for it. Lightyear. I think that the hate comes from the same-sex kiss. I think there are a small, loud minority that that was the reason. I think most people it was because Tim Allen. That's why I didn't rush to see it. I was just like, I was kind of pissed off that they didn't even give my boy a chance. But uh, well, you heard him talk about it, right? He's like, yeah, and he's not happy about it. <laughs> uh, but he also seemed like that if they did ask him he wouldn't have done it that's not what i took from that and tom hanks was annoyed about it too yeah i want to give a big shout out to longtime listener and now friend tim bolt for hooking it up for me last weekend getting uh, some autographs over my shoulder there the, oh sweet yeah poster for the it's an official clerks movie poster from clerks one signed by kevin smith Signed by Brian O'Holler and Jeff Anderson um, and Jason Muse. So it's signed by most of the cast. So that's pretty sweet. Well, who are you that's missing? That's really cool. Who's it not signed by? Well, I mean, it's it's signed by all the main people. The only person it's not um, signed by is uh, Caitlin Bree because she passed away. R.I.P. She passed away a few years ago from a drug overdose. So I don't think I realized that she passed away yeah i think it was like 2017 but it is now the grail of my kevin smith i've got so much kevin smith stuff like you can't uh so on this wall over here i've got a dogma poster signed by him and jason muse and then right here over my computer screens i have the blueprints from mall rats signed by him and jason muse and brian o'halloran and then right here i have a view askew logo framed by the artist got a lot of it yeah i've got awesome, only man. one i've got only one piece iron bob mark that's cool man but i don't have any autographed crap i, I bought this from mark. uh the movies roadshow or what do they call that thing the the movies pop-up yeah, pop up. That's what that's the word I was movies, for. tubies, movies, movies. Yeah, I went with Jay, and um, basically, it was an excuse to get a really lackluster burger and that pop <laughs> and a cool t shirt that's the Phoenix Suns logo, but it's the movies cow. I enjoyed it, cool. but all right. Well, I'm glad that you guys had a good week. I'm glad we all got some, some interesting pickups. We had good stuff on TV to watch but let's get into a little bit of geek news for this week geek news and let's start it off this week with dc the big one 
the big one. Warner oh, this Brothers didn't. This got Discovery. no headlines. No one's heard about this. Uh, Warner Brothers has reportedly decided to not release the Batgirl movie, uh, despite um, despite the movie being close to being finished, according to the rap. Uh, shout out to the rap. Batgirl will not be released in either theaters or HBO Max. The film was in development and shot before the Warner Brothers Discovery merger. And according to reports, the new leadership under CEO David Zelz—how does he say that? Zelzva? Zaslav? Zaslav. Zaslav agreed uh, the movie. It did not work. The Hollywood Reporter, meanwhile, cites cost-cutting as another reason for shelving the film. What as well as refocusing on the theatrical release over creating movies for HBO Max. Batgirl was originally slated to be released on HBO Max exclusively, but later became a theatrical and streaming release. The budget was also expected to be $90 million. And there were reshoots as well to expand the scope of the film. They already spent $90 million. And they walked away from It's it. going in the vault. It's going to leak. I have a feeling it's going to leak. The Wonder Woman pilot, do you remember that big one that they made and got canceled? That leaked. The so Aquaman pilot, another, that leaked. You think we're going to have a Deadpool situation on our hands? Where... What's, Where's the Deadpool situation? Oh, oh they, yeah. Ryan Reynolds is accused of leaking the original test footage for Deadpool, the like animated test footage. I wouldn't put it. Test I wouldn't put it past um, the directors to possibly release a clip or something. You know, drop it. My thing is, it's like okay, so you want to focus on theatrical movie releases? Okay, I get it. That's where your money's made, right? So turn, so take what footage you have and just turn it into a, you know six episode tv show i mean that's what marvel's doing i think i think it's that they are it's come out since then that their main focus is they're going to try and revamp and go for that 10 year timeline to build out these characters and flesh out these stories kind of like marvel did i have a feeling that as good as that is in theory it's a little bit too late because we're already having reports of people coming out and saying they've got superhero fatigue so it's almost like we're kind of, I know Marvel announced their phase six and seven and five, six and seven. Um, and, but people are already starting to get burned out on superhero stuff. So it's just kind of like, are the, you know, are they going to miss the bus? Yeah. But and, I think you put Batman in something that, but it's going to yeah. make over 800 million. Well, I mean the Batman with Robert Pattinson is a good example but you got your big three that sells and they're not, they don't seem to be willing to come off of those big three. Cause it's like you were saying, you, we had Batgirl shelved now blue beetle. Who knows what's going on with that reported that the Supergirl movie has been shelved. Um, the wonder twins movie that barely even made out of casting before it was shelved. Yeah. They you announced got, like, the casting. We, on this show, <laughs> we announced the casting. A week later, we announced that it was canceled. (laughs) That guy canceled. So, but what's getting greenlit? Batman, the Batman 2, the Joker 2, which is going to be a musical, which we're going to talk about later because it all kind of fits into this. It's like you alluded to to me yesterday. They're they're not looking to push these unknowns. They're going to try and build this universe on the back of the, I think, their big names. They're they're Aquamans, they're Supermans, they're Wonder Woman's, Batman's, and regardless of it's going to be Michael Keaton or Robert Pattinson or now Ben Affleck again or whoever it's going to be, they're looking to build this universe off of relatively mon- uh, right off of moneymakers. 
Yeah, so, and see that that's where I I I pause at that because I agree with what you're saying, but I pause at their their the logic behind it because they just released Shazam a couple years ago. The new one's coming out. It's getting pretty healthy buzz. The trailer was looked awesome. Shazam was not a known character before that uh, for like general audiences, but he's become kind of bankable, right? So you took a you took a character that not a lot of people were familiar with. You released it. It did well. You're doing a spinoff of it because that's essentially what Black Adam is is a spinoff of Shazam, right? Well, not necessarily, but it they well, they go together. I wouldn't call it a spinoff of Shazam. Yeah, but the, the the what I read was the whole point was to eventually have a showdown between Shazam and Black Adam. There's going to be like a like kind of yeah, Kong, I'm, I'm Kong sure they're they're billing to that. So these are two lesser known characters. Batgirl is probably more known than either of those two characters as far as the general audience is concerned. And you canceled it. Turn it into a TV show. Add it to the well, WB stuff or something. I mean, I don't, I don't. None of you are addressing the elephant in the room here. Which is that it's supposedly sucked balls. Yes, that is. But how? <laughs> like, I mean, how much can you trust 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 test screening uh, when the movie's still being filmed? Because the same thing's being said about the Marvels on the Marvel front of it. Is that yeah? That movie sucked balls. Also, and, and who knows? You're right, Matt. Like we don't know. We don't know. But like, if it's like an absolute trash movie. Maybe that's why they're wanting to shelve it. Now, I'm I'm like of two minds of this. I'm bummed that it's being canceled because I always like watching a superhero movie, even if, even if it sucks. Exhibit A, Morbius, wasn't very good, but I still enjoyed going to the movies and watching it. But on the other hand, like I wasn't amped for it because it didn't look very good to begin with. Like the costume, I was never a big fan of. Were you the it one? It looks like a CW in our group chat of Batgirl gets canceled yes. and Morbius still gets put out twice. In theaters, yeah. Morbius got released in theaters twice. The worst su- superhero movie ever is what the meme said or something like that. Okay, yeah. so so there's a history with test audiences shitting on something and the movie studio releasing it anyways and it doing really well. The first It received low test screening scores. It came out, people loved it, right? Uh, the Shazam movie received low test screening scores. It came out, it did fairly well. So you can't test screenings. The article I'm reading right now is the corruption of test screenings is what is the title of the article. So, so you can't, I mean, you 90 million was dumped into this movie and they're just going to put it in. And then they say cost cutting and it's like, what cost cutting? Well, reports are showing they're going to be laying off like 80% of the production staff at HBO or something like that, which is, that's a lot. And that sucks for anyone losing their job. Yeah, another another article I read, I think it was the Hollywood Reporter, was saying that HBO Max is getting shuttered next year for a whole new app that's gonna that's gonna combine Discovery and HBO. That would be stupid. I'm so fine. We only with had it. HBO Max for what three years? Something like that. I'd be fine with them combining Discovery Plus into it. I think that's a great idea. But Batgirl needed that. another hundred million, is what Patrick is saying, yeah. to get it finished. And uh, Eric says Batwoman show left a sour taste with Ruby Rose. The swapping out after her drama and the show was just so SJW leaning. It, um, it was painful. I could see Batgirl shitting in the same direction. Yeah, but this was going to be the first look at Michael Keaton back in the Batsuit. Do you really think people weren't going to go see that? 
Which is oh, weird. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why and Brennan Fraser is Firefly. Why choose the Keaton verse? That which we're gonna, you know, coin trademark that one. Why choose the choose the Keaton verse to put this movie in? Because something tells me that they were gonna try to play that nostalgia of Michael Keaton's in it to get people to go see it because it, they already knew it was a bad movie. Yeah. Everybody straight from Fantastic Worlds Comics in Scottsdale, Arizona. We have Mr. Fantastic Worlds Comics ish. Is he actually at the uh, comic store? No. No, I just closed the shop. <laughs> yes, he's you... at the comic shop. He just green screens the background yeah, of the that's, living room. That's the, my choice. That looks like a painting suit. that you see in church. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he just got done Is Jesus getting baptized in that in that water behind you? <laughs> he, he just came down from his service to take communion and do coffee hour and he's just so nice to, to jump on with us uh, ish, next I time i'll have stained here. glass behind me <laughs> with with and some like yeah oh. so it's like choir music in the background oh, he you should just saved our souls slowly like come up into your frame in just a white robe <laughs> Brothers and sisters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Management. How you guys doing? We're doing good. We're uh, talking about how DC is canceling everything and Warner Brothers Discovery is all over the place. Yeah. It's what do you think aspect. about that ish? Weighing in, weigh in on Batwoman or Batgirl getting canceled. I, it's perplexing. I mean, you know, there's been movies, plenty of movies that have been canceled halfway through. You know, there was one with Bruce Willis that's kind of infamous for being canceled halfway through, but completed. Which one was that? I can't remember. It should have been Hudson Hawk. Nothing (laughs) memorable. Hey, now. (laughs) It should have been Hudson Hawk. Yeah. But like a fully completed movie, and I guess it wasn't even like the biggest budgeted movie because they said it was around 90 million to 100. But for just to get shelved, like what are they hiding? What are they worried about? Or is it really yeah. like they can get a uh, some sort of tax, you know, deduction on it that's just so worth it to them that it's worth shelving an entire movie? Very. My weird. thing is so so like we saw the lawsuit with Black Widow uh, after COVID, right? Disney released okay. that on Disney Plus. Scarlett Johansson sued, settled out of court. Isn't there something in I don't know the directors, the screenwriters, the actor actresses? Something in their contract that says this movie has to get released. But it's the opposite on this one because it was originally planned for for HBO Max. And then they were like, well, we're going to take this to a big to a theatrical release after the success of the Batman. And then I think the test audience thing is scaring them away because they're like, oh, no, we suck again. And so they're like, we need to pull this and just quit dumping money into this because we're not going to get a return on our investment here. It yeah, does it's, look like a CW show. It's, it's I saw I saw a crazy headline today where they were suggesting like, oh, this movie was a like what would they say a love letter to DC, and they compared it to like it would have been like Tim Burton's Batman. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, probably well, because, not even close. Well, because it came out that because the directors after it was announced that it was shelved went ahead on went on social media and released the picture of her and Michael Keaton together. So it came out that Michael Keaton was going to be in the movie in the bat suit. So, yeah, which Max, what were you saying? Oh, go well, ahead. Well, supposedly he only had like five scenes in the movie, only two of which were in the bat suit. So like he wasn't really much of a presence in the movie. Um, 
I don't remember what else I was going to be saying. Honestly, <laughs> people will go. And that's crazy that show. scenes with Michael Keaton returning as Batman are now. You know what I mean? We're not going to get it. I mean, that's the nuts. picture I saw didn't look very good, by the way, in my opinion. But it was also really darkly lit on purpose so that you couldn't see anything. I don't know what's going on. People go ape shit for a show called Boba Fett, and he's barely in it. So. <laughs> He's Just in a saying. tank. Wait, He's taking a bath. Michael the whole Keaton time. was oh. in Boba Fett. No, I remember what I was going to say though. This is what I was going to say. So, like, I wonder if the new owners are going under this approach of the quality over quantity thing, because, like, in my opinion, the we've got a lot of quantity from Marvel this year, but it's mostly been mediocre at best from Marvel. Like Doctor Strange is probably my favorite thing that's come out this year, and that was still like a high end of the middling road when you're talking 25 26 however many marvel movies that have come out like it wasn't one of the best ones um and so but but you look at dc i can only think of two things they've released this year the batman which is the best movie that i've seen this year that's come out this year anyway um and then peacemaker probably one of the best shows i've seen all year so they've released two extremely high quality things that people love and maybe i don't know i'm just wondering if that's their strategy if they're like i don't know man Batgirl just doesn't look like it's going to be good. We don't want any more mediocre content coming out. Now, it could be that Black Adam's going to come out and be awful. We don't know. Well, but I'm just I'm just saying the last the, few, the last few things DC's worry. come out with have been pretty good. Wonder Woman 1984, no, but the Joker, that was really good in 2019. It was a huge hit. Huge yeah. hit. But by the way the Rock is selling dollars. it, he's saying that the DC hierarchy is about to change and that this yeah. movie is going to change your perception on DC films, and it's going to be the movie that changes the DC universe. Somebody should tell them that it's probably going to be the movie that's the last set in this. DC universe <laughs> right? because, you guys, yeah. you guys earlier were talking about Shazam, and I mean Shazam is not a flop, but it's also I think the like least grossing of the new DC movies. I don't, I don't. So, think so correct. I think you used the word bankable, if I remember correctly. I feel that Shazam is not bankable at all. Not bankable, but it was, it was positively received by critics and audiences. Yeah, it did. It, it did was, well and I, I liked it. It was a fun no movie, character. but if you look at just the box office, it was, you know, nowhere Dude, near, if, you know, the Batman or Superman. Oh yeah. It only did 366 if, million. If I was oh, running DC films, Warner brothers at that time, I would have clickbaited the shit out of everyone and called the the film, um, you know, Captain Marvel. <laughs> I bet they weren't allowed to. Probably not. that's probably why they had to go with Shazam. But that's but what it used to be that, called. Zach just, Levi had said, "I am I am the real Captain." If you remember, yeah, those two movies came out at the same time. In comparison, so Shazam did three hundred and sixty six million in the box office. Justice League, the Joss Whedon cut. Did six hundred and fifty-seven million. So yes, you're right, Ish. It wasn't. Yeah, and I feel like Black Adam might kind of fall fall into that tier of Shazam. Like, I think it might do like one hundred and eighty to at best maybe like two hundred and twenty-five domestic. And nowadays, to be if you want to compete with Marvel, you got to hit three hundred million. Well, and you know what I mean. The Marvel is still the king. Not to rehash last week's argument. But there's a big difference between Zach Levi and, and The Rock. Here we go again. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? I, oh, you, you know, know what? You know I will I'm... absolutely concede you that. That is, yeah. Who is Zach Levi? Most people who love Shazam still probably don't know. Oh, the guy who played Shazam. They don't know his name. Yeah. Yeah. So, I love Zach Levi, but yes. Or the response is, yeah, you mean the guy who played Chuck? Yeah. 
And no one really watched that show anyways. (laughs) And Flynn Rider, man. Come on. Don't forget his most iconic role. But. And Kurt Warner. It just seems to be this trend, though, because it was Kurt Warner. You kind of wonder how much is this new regime trying to sell this stuff off? I think I really think that they're going to try and make this these films bankable and they're going to sell. And because they're canceling all the CW stuff, CW wants to sell their station. Gotham Knights is gone. Gotham I'm super Knights. happy about that. It got yeah, Gotham Knights didn't even. Yeah, it got canceled. And didn't it even make it off the ground. Atrocious. It looks so bad. I, I think that got movie. replaced by the Arkham Asylum show. No, well, that's going to be a uh, HBO Max only. So, the only thing that's decent that CW's come out with in the last few years, uh, as far as a DC property, CW I'm talking about, is Superman and Lois. And then Stargirl, which is a pretty good show, didn't even start on CW. I think it was on HBO Max first. It was an HBO Max show that Ooh. moved to CW like right before release. Yeah. Um, I mean, S- Superman and Lois has been great, but everything else, I mean, The Flash is getting canceled uh, after this next season. Truncated. Yeah, nine seasons. Fair, the Flash has had its run, right? Seven, yeah, eight, yeah. Nine seasons. That Flash should have ended in fifth fan. season. Sure, but it, it had a good run. I think the Flash is not a cancellation so much as a completion. All these shows should have ended after. Max, to one of your points earlier, you said that the, the two best things DC has done is the Batman and Peacemaker. And the Batman was year. a big hit, but for Batman being what I think is kind of DC's biggest character, and still didn't do as good as some mediocre Marvel movies, at least at the You're box right. office. The Batman is a phenomenal film. Phenomenal film and 800 million is considered a huge hit, but that should have done like end game numbers because it's Batman. Yeah, I think, and yeah, they, but how much of that is Peacemaker? More. And I think Peacemaker had very low ratings, that not many people watched it. Well, I, I think, I think uh, they, they did because they got a season two, so obviously people are watching it. But Peacemaker, let's be honest, sometimes they gotta do a season James... two just to keep the ball rolling, even if it, even if you're flopping. But season two is definitely, I mean, not season two, but Peacemaker is a James Gunn special. He yep. comes in with this property that nobody really knows. Like, there's not even a whole lot on Peacemaker as far as comic book goes. There's very minimal stuff on Peacemaker as far as he in takes the DC comics. Characters. Yeah. yeah, so he takes these unknown, obscure characters, and he raises them to relevancy. And him yeah. and John Cena and the writers on that show crushed it. And They did. So I, I heard that show was being two. made and I was like, why in the world? And then and then <laughs> I saw the Suicide One Squad. The hated his character. Hated his character in the Suicide Squad. Mo- loved that movie, by the way. So that's another example of, of something good from DC recently. But yeah, dude, the, the Peacemaker ended up being incredible. James Gunn. I feel is like a Peacemaker is popular man. with like us geeks. I feel like general audience is not out there watching Peacemaker. Well, are you are sure? You... Are you referring and to now HBO and Discovery are looking at that? They need shows that everybody watches, not just the geeks. Well, and if they couldn't get a bigger turnout for the Batman, I don't know. That's probably why they're trying to rethink everything. I'm on board with this rebooting of the universe thing. The only thing I like, the only thing I'm like not happy about is that that would probably mean no more Henry Cavill Superman, which I really just think sucks for fans and cavill alike because he was good as superman like he he should have gotten a sequel and never did and it's kind of uh, one one thing i read was that they've been courting him 
again. I mean, Ben Affleck, they just pulled Ben Affleck into uh, Aquaman to Aquaman to replace Michael Keaton. So that's obviously softening whatever Ben Affleck's adversion was to returning to that role, right? Henry Cavill, I heard they're courting him. Um, I got a challenge ish, though. He was saying Peacemaker bombed. Peacemaker got more views than the Boba Fett and the Witcher. Yeah, it was the, it really? was the number one what? viewed TV show and talked about what TV was, show the in the world. It said in January oh, 2022, the, what I'm reading right now says Peacemaker is the biggest TV series in the world right now. And this was January 27th. Who's saying that? Uh, this is film doc slash film. Well, I know it was one of the most searched and talked about and keyworded shows in the world in January when it came out. It was, yeah, it was right. a massive. I, mean, I can't data. argue with the data, but I, I, I felt like that show was under the radar that only the comic book geeks were loving. It. I know, I know a lot of people else that knew I it said, existed. Yeah, no, you're absolutely, I, I believe you. Like, I, I agree because, with you. Is what like I Eric Williamson says in the chat, you know, The Boys. I think The Boys has a far wider appeal. And has non-comic book fans watching the boys. People have never picked up a comic in their lives are watching the boys. Well, I didn't imagine that with Peacemaker, but I, I, I guess I'm wrong. I think it, a big thing has to do with the fact if you notice, Amazon pushes the boys heavily. Oh yeah, like as One far as advertising things. is concerned. I mean, it was everywhere, and peacemaker i don't feel like got the same attention and it could be for the simple fact that it was in the middle of a takeover i'll be honest I, every t- it was on you guys talking about peacemaker that reminded me oh shit there's a peacemaker episode this week like it even flew under my radar that, that was so i i guess poorly marketed yeah there was several people that i talked to i said dude i'm watching the show peacemaker it's fantastic you need to watch it and they were like what like but i they feel didn't like even know what it was <laughs> i feel like a lot of those hbo max shows are are flying under the radar and it's not they don't get into the main vein until shows like us start talking about it or people who have nerd friends start talking about titans is titans Titans yeah and it took like two seasons before it got off the ground and then doom patrol doom Doom patrol Patrol took a step it up though when doom patrol came out that was the best show i'd seen in so long oh that first season was so good but i think the problem with those two shows is that it started on the dc universe that's right and then it went to HBO Max, and that's when it caught most people's attention because they were getting that content already supplemented in with their current HBO content. Max is the only guy I know that actually paid for that service. <laughs> Corbin, Corbin did. Corbin did. Of course, yeah. Corbin did. That's he why. Corbin still and, does. He thinks Batman sure and Robin is the greatest thing ever. Well, <laughs> and he, he likes it for the comics. Corbin's account. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's me. Corbin loves Batman forever. Oh, okay. Well, you're both. He dies on the Val Kilmer Hill. I die on the (laughs) Arnold Schwarzenegger Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I piggybacked off Max's account. There's no way in fuck I was going to pay for that. (laughs) That's pretty cheap. If I remember correctly, it's like 60 a year. But now they're, yes, Stick Boy Corbin is a DC shill. But now they're (laughs) even bringing that mainstream because you have Harley Quinn's being syndicated. The animated Harley Quinn's being syndicated on TV now. I think it's on either Adult Swim or. Or, for real? Yeah, I don't know if it's Adult Swim or Car- or Comedy Central, but that's being put on TV. The last episode, um, I don't know how they could put that on air. <laughs> um, what else? Titans is being shown on TNT. Um, I believe Doom Patrol also is being shown on TNT. So a lot of this stuff's getting syndicated to to basic television. They're edited now. though at that point. Right? Oh yeah, 
Titans yes. had some nudity in it. Doom Patrol is like every other word. Yeah, they're they're heavily edited, but yeah, the last Harley Quinn episode. I mean, there was an entire orgy in it. I haven't even watched the new season of Harley Quinn yet. Oh, it's pretty good. But every episode, there's either Poison Ivy on Harley Quinn action. The last episode had a orgy with the Court of Owls. Like, it it's a pretty raunchy show. They went to an orgy with the Court of Owls. Yeah, they go to a court of owls and then the, there's an orgy. It sounds like they're trying to make their own version of hero gasm. Yeah, that yeah. definitely sounds like possibly. That. It is absolutely. Well, hey, it's not the first time you know comic books copy each other, right? But they it's just uh, what, what's that's all the boys is is a giant co- like copy. What? Uh, yeah, right. I mean, Homelander is essentially an evil Superman, right? Um. Oh, yeah with harley quinn like what's awesome about that show is they shit on everything on their parent company all the time they actually come out and i think there's a line where they rip on james gunn is in it in this latest season and they rip on james gunn uh billy bob thornton's in it they rip on billy bob thornton they uh they rip on the dc parent company and whole they rip on Zack snyder all in this season like they uh are very aware of everything and they just make fun of it all it's hilarious but going on to the flash the flash was actually the longest running arrowverse series it's going to conclude with a very i guess patchworked shortened season nine that's going they're saying it's going to bring all storylines full circle into a close officially bringing an end to the arrowverse um like we already said Nine, Isn't nine it though, seasons. because Superman and Lois is technically in the Arrowverse. They do not consider that an Arrowverse. Yeah, it's a different world. Yeah, but Supergirl show. was too. Supergirl was in the same world. Yeah, but I don't know if they consider that an Arrowverse show or not. Yeah. All I know is that this show ended about four seasons too late. Yes, it did. It should, Like I said, it should have ended after Christ on Infinite Earth. Yeah, uh, I haven't watched it since then. No, neither have I. I, I started to watch the season after that where um, uh, Iris gets sucked into like the mirror dimension. And I was like, this is stupid. And I bailed. The last one I watched is when they had like their adult daughter. And oh, she yeah. was oh, geez, awful. You guys watched way after me. I finished before I stopped watching before Crisis of Infinite Earths. Watched just those. What was it? Six episodes because mm-hmm. we were talking about the podcast and I watched it and I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> I loved that. Their Crisis on Earth was pretty good. It was cool. For a TV show, you know, like that you know didn't have a ton of budget. It was it was pretty good. And I watched all of Arrow. I liked Arrow. It had its good and bad seasons. But overall, I liked Arrow. I decided to give The Flash a try, and I watched one episode, and The Flash was not in the entire episode, and I never went back. Dude, season one was still phenomenal. Like season one one flash. So good. Season Um, two was good. The one with the Mark Hamill as the trickster. Oh, that was a great episode. Yeah. He's basically just Joker. The best thing to ever come out of the show was there's a song that they do a musical episode. And my wife and I really like that song. (laughs) Wait, the CW show brought back Mark Hamill as the trickster. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And And it's actually trickster in the original flash series. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same guy. Yeah. And Kevin Smith directed it. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Uh, It was was one of the best episodes. Kevin Smith did a few episodes of Supergirl. Supergirl. Did he do any of Arrow? 
Uh, I don't think he did any Arrow. I know he did Supergirl and he did some Flash. I don't think he did any Arrow episodes. Yeah. All I, I know, really dude, is Arrow. that this show just I started to just get really soap opery. The same thing with Supergirl. Supergirl had a different issue. It got soap opery and super political to the point yep. where I turned it off. Even though like my political ideologies align with some of that show. It was just cramming it down your throat. Is it just, <laughs> well, I hated it. I, uh, I, I just rolled my eyes when there was an episode when, uh, the, the, uh, organization and Supergirl that like fights aliens gave up all of their firearms and they were no longer going to use lethal weapons. I'm like, uh-huh. Cause that's <laughs> going to work when you're fighting against aliens. You're just going <laughs> to use stun guns. Uh-huh. That that's gonna work. That's a great idea. Yeah. That's when I was just like, okay, I'm not. No. Uh, as we this mentioned before, get out of me. This we're one. getting uh, Harley Quinn two. Warner Brothers said announced the official release date for the upcoming Joker sequel. Accord, I said Harley Quinn two, Joker two. I mean sequel. According to Deadline, um, Joker two is scheduled to open in theaters October fourth, twenty twenty four. Production on the film will start in December. Todd Phillips will return to direct. And Joaquin Phoenix is reportedly earning twenty million to reprise his role as Arthur Fleck. The Jolly Yeah, and Lady Gaga is currently in talks to play Harley Quinn. The upcoming sequel is also being planned as a musical. I think that's a troll. Um, and apparently, it's all going to take place in Arkham Asylum, or a majority of the film is going to take place in Arkham Asylum. Well, we know the Lady Gaga talks are obviously done because that's her in the. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely her. I wonder if these two people were even there to film this. Probably not. They oh, this, like yeah. some stand-ins. Or they just used other images. Like, yeah, his image from the first Joker movie when he was dancing on the street because he's got the cigarette and he's got and the suit her, on. And that's like her in Star is Born. Born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, or one of her other movies. Who knows? It's, you know, it's I'm, her from uh, American Horror Story. <laughs> I'm uh I'm I'm fine with them trying new things. They want to make a musical, whatever. Uh I love musicals, but for the Joker? Dude, this is what we said before the Joker came out. Do you remember? We were You're like, right. why are they making a movie about just the Joker? This is gonna be dumb as shit. And it was yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah, that's right. True. So let's just have faith in Todd Phillips. And Joaquin Phoenix, I, I'm sure I just would have gone back to it if it wasn't a slap. I just hope they're. Great. I'd like to yeah, know who's right of. They need to get Lin Manuel, Manuel Miranda <laughs> to write him. No, his Joaquin style Phoenix would not fit very... that. Dude, he wrote he... all of all of fucking uh, Moana and Hamilton. Yeah, uh, the, that style would not fit the Joker. Those are two different styles. What I'm saying, he's written lots of musicals, and well, he all also did uh, in the Heights too, didn't he? In the Heights yeah, and Canto. Yeah. yeah, they're all different things. Like that dude can write anything. I think he's I one of the yeah, best musical writers. I didn't really care for Hamilton, but I do think he's one of the best lyricists I've ever heard in my life. The only hope I hold on to this is that Joaquin Phoenix seems to be very picky about the roles he takes. So I wouldn't expect him to come back if there wasn't if this wasn't gonna be good. Or it could be just a mediocre script, and he said, "Oh, twenty million. <laughs> nah, he doesn't I'm seem hopeful. to be the guy that that shills out for money like that. That's true. Because Doctor Strange, they were they were throwing a big payday at him too, and he didn't take it. He's very more 
He's very much more doing stuff. He's for an the artistic, artistic. Yeah. Artist. For the artistic part of it. So moving on here. Um, there was some concern about with the realignment of DC with Warner Media and Discovery taking over and changing things and canceling everything about where Peacemaker is going to lie. And um, fans were asking James Gunn with the Flash feature and featuring the multiverse and multiple timelines. They were asking for James Gunn to clarify um, Peacemaker and where he fits into this. And James Gunn said, rest easy. The Peacemaker is still and will continue to be DCEU. So I think Peacemaker is going to be that one thing that like, that one thread that keeps that DCEU alive still. Well, apparently they're still very high on Aquaman, the Flash, and Shazam. Like well, as just, far as the CEOs are concerned. So I mean, I don't know about the Flash because Ezra Miller's batshit nuts and oh, <laughs> apparently he now leads a cult and yeah. he's minor. But yeah. apparently they're the, they're saying the movie is great is what the CEOs are saying. I have a I have a theory. Um, so James Gunn. It's been pretty public. Guardians of the Galaxy is ending after this next one, right? Or at least he well, says this iteration, right? This this iteration of this team, yes. But I would not be surprised if he, if they would not be courting him to run this whole show. They might be. I mean, I would. I think his time on Marvel and Disney is done. Like Guardians three finishes the story he wanted to tell, finishes his trilogy. Yeah. He's out after this. I think. And yeah, I think he's he announced he's announced another spinoff of Suicide Squad, which there's been rumors that's going to be like the Rat Catcher or something like that. He's yeah. got a season two of Peacemaker come out, a sequel to Suicide Squad with a whole new team. I mean, he's got four projects in the works right now with with DC. It would make absolute sense for them to say, "Dude, you obviously get something that we don't get. Run this shit." Yeah. I Take a know. break. I, I don't know. I think I mean, they're I, trying too hard to copy Disney, and I think they even flat out said that. Oh, we're, we want to do a ten-year plan. Like, yeah, they yeah. want to find Kevin yeah, they, Feige. They literally you know, do did ten-year plan. Just make one good movie and go from there. They've released a good movie. Now they're year. thinking they released of the, a good movie last year. Yeah, but there's no which one. Batman. The Suicide Squad was a good not, one last year. Batman's the Batman. not part of any universe, though. So it's just all I'm saying is, you said release a good movie. They did. Okay, they did. All right. <laughs> We're going to take I, a I'm break from what they're thinking. You know, this new DCEU they want. We got a 10 year project. And we're gonna I really like Shazam. 20 movies. It's like, just get one right and then go. I there. really like Shazam. Because that's what Shazam Marvel did. They did favorite. Iron Man. They got Sticks it. Right. Boy, one year plan. Start small. We're going to take a break in, in our DC conversation <laughs> to bring a new segment that's brought to you by Fantastic Worlds Comics. And it's what ish housing this week. Last week it was chicken wings. <laughs> this week sushi? Oh, it's like sushi hong kong it's hong kong chicken hong kong chicken mm. jealous. that sounds house. delicious all right back to the dc talk <laughs> this episode of what's ish housing was brought to you by fantastic world's comics in scottsdale arizona go down there and get your <laughs> spider-man number one. Oh, we're gonna get a logo right now <laughs> dude we got in a journey into mystery 83 84 85 we have a Justice League one. We got an amazing Spider-Man one. Really? Hashtag, hashtag humble brag. Nice. I was laughing myself today because when you were showing that when you guys showed that Spider-Man one on uh, on Facebook, 
it it looked like it was seventy dollars. I was like, "Ooh, I'll pay seventy dollars for that." And they were like, "Oh no, it's seven thousand. All right, <laughs> never mind." Oh, we're gonna get a logo for what's ish housing. Yeah, just because I like making logos. Chicken wings last week. Chinese food this week. Hey, I worked all day. This is I gotta eat now before this gets cold. It's all good. Sticking so on this James. No, you're good. Sticking on this James Gunn train, as Corbin would say, beep beep. Uh, James Gunn believes an R-rated Scooby-Doo movie would get made if Marvel director and original cast simply asked Warner Brothers to make the film. I highly disagree. Haven't they already uh, made no. like a porn version of Scooby-Doo? They made a porn version of everything. Yeah, so why, why do we it, need like What is it, Rule 54, that? that if it exists on the internet, there's a porn version of it? So Wait, who plays us in our porn version? <laughs> I don't even want to know. Yeah, I was like, do you really want to know? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know the answer to that. Where's my royalties? <laughs> yeah, you don't want to know the answer to that. Um, I think that this would get watched. Well, when you say <laughs> when you say a rated R version, I don't think it would need to be like a you know well, sexually rated R. No, no. But if you had R a super violent, like, like a violent one, that yeah, a violent horror Scooby Doo, well, maybe. I still think that sounds stupid. Or just heavy, 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 heavy hard coming. drugs. It's coming. Mindy Kaling's uh, Daphne show is coming, and it's it's hard R. Well, isn't they it showed a still and it's uh, got some dude with a chopped off head? Isn't it? Is she making a Daphne film or is it Thelma? It's a TV show, animated show. Yeah, but it's not. It's not, not Daphne. Belma. Belma. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, where she voices the character, but, but really, she's the writer producer. Do adults want to watch Scooby Doo or kids? Well, I think you're aiming towards the adults, that, the the generation that grew up with Scooby Doo. At that point, I you're leaning into the curve. I don't know. I guess I don't clamor for R-rated versions of the things I liked as a kid. I agree with you. I think that's I don't, weird. Yeah. I don't get it. You know, I don't I want don't. R-rated GI Joe. You know, get close, but don't. I do. You know, <laughs> yeah, GI Joe is the worst example you could bring up. That makes more sense. <laughs> no, but like an R-rated Bluey, R-rated like R-rated Smurfs. Come on, dude! Yeah, I would love to. That see. would just be porn. They need to remake GI <laughs> Joe and get Sergeant Slaughter in there. Make it right. Have Slaughter be in there. Let's go. Get the guy who did Bullet Train to direct a Snake Eyes movie and just have that guy chopping people's heads off. That'd be good. That would be good. I want to see a trend of G-rated versions of porno movies. <laughs> Deadpool the yeah, G-rated. I know. Well, then you're just gonna get <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, or <laughs> just a quick movie about a pizza delivery guy. Yeah, <laughs> they already got one. It's called Thirty Minutes or Less. Say, so would you like to come in and play my Atari? Yeah, <laughs> and then he comes in, and they literally play the Atari. Yeah, <laughs> or oh, it'll be just my sink is clogged. Can you come in and fix it? And they actually <laughs> fix the sink. <laughs> yeah, instead of your your stepmom pretending to be stuck in the dryer, she'll just actually be stuck in the dryer. <laughs> or she'll watch well, we, we, Lent. We know what we know what kink uh, Matt's into. <laughs> <laughs> instead of a fake taxi driver that is going to bone you out, it's a real taxi driver that's going to make sure you have a pleasant day. <laughs> oh that's great uh michael keaton michael keaton michael keaton came out this week michael it, keaton it, it, right at that look while you were saying that it matched yeah yeah he's like what matt what 
this what? movie is this dude has been Batman. He's been in Marvel movies as um the vulture. Now he's saying Michael Keaton, who played Bruce Wayne in Tim Burton's Batman, and its sequel, revealed that he's never watched a single DC or Marvel movie, even his own. In an interview with Variety, the actor explained, I know people don't believe this, that I've never seen an entire version of any of those movies and Marvel movies and any other, and I don't say that I don't watch them because I'm highbrow. Trust me, that's not it. He added, it's just that there's... There are very few things I watch. I start watching something and I think it's great. And then I'm like, I got shit to do. And I go do something else. <laughs> I got shit to do. <laughs> That's how I felt watching Predator. I was like, man, I got better shit to do. See, I liked Prey. I liked it a lot. I don't see where you're, I see some really? of your traits, but yeah. It was so boring. I liked it a lot, man. I thought a it was lot. Fun. Wow. I like you're just that saying that because you need to prove no. you're not a hater. So you're no, going, that, you hard. That's <laughs> not at all, dude. Like, all this was was retaliation for Matt saying that I love everything. No, but I'm I'm being generally like the I had I know some you're issues. Being serious. You're not right with, though. <laughs> with the the CGI on it and the bear that's in the movie was walked weird and it was poorly CGI. Like the bear that fucks Leo and the Revenant is a much better CGI job than this bear. But I like the fact that the, the the main character wasn't a Mary Sue. I like the fact that they had a strong uh, female character. What's a Mary Sue? Strong. She was like 60 pounds soaking wet. A Mary Sue Lance is, is Ray Skywalker. Throwing hatchets. Yeah. Like it's a character that is good at everything with no explanation. Hey, that shit was dope when she's throwing that hatchet around. Dude, with that hatchet scene, the first five minutes, I'm like, this is not the movie I thought this was going to be. <laughs> I was so excited for this movie. The Predator yeah. was dope. Like it was so bad. Why? Why are you so like? I've never liked Predator. Like in general, I, I don't Predator. understand why everybody's clamoring for this movie. Because it's good. I, I, I don't know. I, po- I didn't even post a review. I just posted on Facebook that the movie sucked, and a couple people got so triggered by it. <laughs> like, how <laughs> is this movie it. divisive? Like, they wouldn't even release in theaters because it's so embarrassing. I, I how many it, Predator man. movies are there? Because I think I've only seen like two or three. One, two, three. There, I, saw, well, I saw Predator. I saw. Seven. Okay, then I've seen Predator, what, Predator what Two. I never saw, saw that. Predator. Predators. I never saw that. I never saw that. And so those are on the same continuity. And then there's Alien versus Alien Predator. versus Predator, and then Alien versus Predator Requiem, which has kind of been decanonized now. Whatever they the had PG-13 another one is, I saw that. And they the had a Predator. Predator reboot like a couple of years ago. Yeah, that, was just, that was the Predator. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And one. they have a Prey, which is actually a prequel. To the first Predator movie. Yeah, dude, I'm with you. Which eliminates I, I Alien versus watched, Predator. I think I've watched maybe three of these. I don't mind them, but they're not like something I'm super into. Didn't we I'll both probably see watch Alien Ray. It's a new Predator. movie. Didn't you first Predator see... movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. That that's and I think Prey movies. is right up there with the first Predator. Movie. Oh, Matt! <laughs> I'm being serious. I do. Max, didn't you and I see Alien versus Predator in the theater together? No, didn't Alien versus Predator come out in like 2005? Your mom says we didn't even know each other. (laughs) Don't forget to catch a predator. (laughs) (laughs) I liked Prey a lot. Like I was, I think I liked it a lot just because I could enjoy it in my home, and and the CGI was terrible in it. And when she's trying to get out of the Disney product, yeah, 2004 is when the Alien vs Predator came out. She's trying to get out of the the like 
mud and she uses the hatchet. I thought that was a little ridiculous, but they did. Yeah, they did the mud homage scene, homage to the original movie. She comes out covered in the mud. Predator isn't even involved in that scene. They cut to her washing it off. I was like, what was the fucking point of all that? Yeah, and if she could find a flower that like made her so she didn't have a heat signature, like she should have <laughs> given it to everybody. Dude, the way they know. held the bow and arrows and like, oh my god, it was just. Yeah, but is that historically accurate though? That's how they sold the movie. They were like, "This is gonna be an authentic like experience." Of and I did America, like how uh, in the 18th like, century, and there was like nothing authentic about it. The costumes were like straight out of a Hollywood closet. But I like how all the entire cast was Native American. Like that was cool. And then yeah, and they the, have if you go to Hulu, you can watch the movie entirely in Comanche. Nice. They well, have the Comanche cool. dub with no subtitles. I did so like how they know, spoke English. I don't English. know who would watch this. It's like the weirdest gimmick. <laughs> Someone ever. that speaks Comanche. Really? Which Comanche, though? Because there's several tribes. And in the movie, they're in the 17th century. So it's probably not the same Comanche as spoken today. And I bet I you even. Know, dude. I don't know. I, I won't go there, but it's that's that was one of the ridiculous, most ridiculous gimmicks. I liked it. Historically <laughs> accurate. Yes, Harvin. <laughs> I mean. I liked it for what it is. Wait, I, I struggle. Versions of movies. There's the Revenant one. What? No C- what about Revenant? the Revenant porn version with no CGI oh. bear? The Ramenant. Revenant. The Ramenant. <laughs> it's called the Ramenant. Yes. The Ramenant. That's the name of it. That's a, that's a clever name. It, that one starred <laughs> DiCaprio too. <laughs> that's that's actually the the porn. That's what the he porn actually gets name. fucked by a bear. That's what that's where he got the Oscar. No, that's really that, what. Yeah, he that's the, the porn. That's actually the porn star's name is DiCaprio too. <laughs> is it DiCaprio? No, or are you just making yeah. a joke? It's just a joke, bro. I was gonna say, dude. I was like, that'd be pretty fucking awesome. They found some. And on this episode of Let's Kill a Joke, starring Lance Pepperoni. Well, you said it four (laughs) times. So was it killed the first time you said it? And I asked what, or was it killed that you said it four times? How do I need? I feel like it was killed the moment you go. Was that really his name? Because he talked over everyone. Zaggy is coming into the chat with too many bad takes tonight, and I feel like I need to put him in timeout. <laughs> what? What? Because he just said that movie sadly sucked, yet he won an Oscar. Uh, the Revenant. That... The Revenant is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Period. No, no. I. He won an Oscar because he got robbed for what was the one that he was nominated the year before? This is Every widely score. known. Every Scorsese movie he's ever been a part of. Yeah. And it's the same thing Scorsese won. Didn't Scorsese win an Oscar for that movie too? Yeah, for The Departed. Oh, yeah. 20 years, way too late. Yeah, The Departed is... uh, Leo should have won an Oscar for that one. But yeah. he wasn't. He wasn't uh, advertised as like the lead actor. He should have won for the Robert Aviator, was. the other Scorsese movie. Yeah, that, that's what he was Hughes, nominated was for. He didn't. That. He didn't win. It's widely speculated that he won for The Departed because he didn't win for The Aviator. You the same thing it? with Will Smith. Will Revenant. Smith won for King Richard, and he didn't win for. I don't remember what it was. Uh, uh, it was, it was after like, Earth. He didn't win. No, it was the concussion movie. It was the NFL concussion movie called Concussion. He was terrible in that. He had like the worst, like, okay. Speaking of terrible accents, and I don't want to derail us, but I started watching 12 Strong earlier this week on Netflix. I couldn't finish it because Chris Hemsworth's American accent is so distractingly bad. It is awful. (laughs) Anyway, 
Is that the How Afghanistan get... war movie? Yeah, well, it's based on 9-11. I believe so. <laughs> That's right, Hartman. He won because nobody wanted to get smacked. <laughs> um, My remnant, I... whenever I hear about the revenant, I think of this story that I had where I went to go see it with Kellen, who used to be in the podcast with me. And like, there's this scene in the movie where it's like pitch black at night and there's no sound whatsoever and nothing on the screen except the sky. And I sneeze. But when I sneeze, I go to like cover myself to save the sneeze. And it sounded like I just let a giant fart. And like the whole theater erupted laughing because it was just like the quiet, like the worst time to do it in the movie, the quietest part of the movie. And I let out a giant fart sneeze. But awesome. go ahead. What were you going to say, Max? I don't think I was going to say anything else. Oh, I, yeah. I was I was going to steer us back to Michael Keaton because we we went off the rails. Speaking <laughs> of that, speaking of what Harmon said, did you guys see his apology that he made to Chris Rock? The apology video? No, I don't really care to give that story more time in my life. I saw it, the headline and moved on. I was like, it I don't felt really more like a ransom video. Like Jada was standing behind <laughs> the, the the camera with like a gun pointed at him or something. Then sounded like he apology. rehearsed it fifty times. Yeah. And his excuses, like for not saying sorry for Chris and his acceptance speaks. Well, I was in a fog, yeah. dude. You were in a fog, like, and it took you four months to say anything. I don't know. Let's not. Get I don't know that. why. I don't know why he needed to even release anything. That's why I didn't click on the freaking video. I don't care. He slapped then, the guy. I'm over it. And yeah, then you the are. Apology only counts if he says it to his face in person. Well, Chris Rock won't take. Won't talk to him. Chris Rock says. Told him I will I'll come to you when I'm ready to talk. Yeah, so he so just released it publicly. This, like, I don't see how anybody's not saying it's harassment because okay, he's the he's the perpetrator in this situation. He first the perpetrator reaches out to the victim to apologize. Like in any assault situation, like it's widely said that you wait for the victim to reach out to you. Like now it comes off as borderline harassment. If he has, in fact, called him multiple times, he releases a YouTube video and his own TikTok has been sharing it like crazy. And then his wife talks about it on her podcast. And Chris Rock yeah. is like, dude, I don't want to talk to you. Like, leave me the fuck alone. That's a lot of his PR. That's probably a lot of his PR team, though, too. I'm just I saying. Get, it, I get where you're driving. It comes off in very poor taste, in my opinion. <laughs> but whatever. All right. Enough of Will Smith smacking a bitch back to mike <laughs> keaton um do you guys think he's seen birdman maybe he got, <laughs> he got nominated for or did he win best actor for that one i think he won for he that. didn't he, he no. i remember he pouted that he didn't he pouted oh he was so pouty after that but yeah i mean that movie will forever be just such so just steeped in irony that movie was pretty because literally he revived his career by becoming a Birdman again. Yep. In more ways than one. But hey, you know, it's not weird that actors don't watch their movies. That's actually kind of typical. Most yeah, of them is just common. because I filmed it for eight months. Like, there's nothing I'm going to see or on the screen. It makes them cringe. It makes them cringe to watch them. Yeah, or Al, like Al Pacino has never seen the Godfather movies. And he says to this day, he has no interest in seeing them. So that's pretty common, I guess. It's, it's interesting, especially nowadays, because I thought most of the actors went to the premieres for these movies. They stand outside in the lobby and do all the interviews. They take the pictures, but they don't watch it. Uh, yeah, I, I can imagine. Well, that's like the one you, time they do see it is at the premiere. And 
or you just don't watch it because you're going to critique the shit out of your performance while you're sitting in the audience. Or or yeah, you when don't I... go or you don't go to the premiere because you accidentally Instagram live the first 10 minutes of the movie. You know, guys, I I sometimes record my Zoom meetings and I just can't rewatch them because I just I'm going to critique my performance and my client meetings too much. And uh, which is funny because you think these total like (laughs) sociopathic narcissists in Hollywood would totally just be watching themselves over and over. Yeah, they probably only do that when it's like absolute perfection, like the best photo of them ever. (laughs) Armin says and Ezra ruined his hot streak. Yeah. The cult, cult leader. Uh, Saturday, September 10th, 10 a.m. We're getting San Diego Comic-Con Hall Age Part 2 brought to you by D23 Expo. Uh, it's, X-Men announcement. Yeah. I'm not she just called the D23 X-Men Expo. Well, it says filmmakers, <laughs> celebrities, talent, and surprise guests from Marvel Studios will join Lucasfilms and others on stage in Hall D23 to showcase theatrical and Disney Plus titles Going behind the scenes at the studios, highly anticipated films, specials, and series attendees will see exclusive footage and be among the first to learn what's in the works. Deadpool. I think Deadpool is going to be out probably February 2023. Deadpool 3. Let's be honest. You think so? Have they, have they started filming? Because that doesn't give it a whole lot of time to film. <laughs> we will We will get to that. But, okay. um, but yeah, well, we got all that stuff in Phase 7. We only got... The two announcements of the the two Avengers movies for Phase Seven. So I wouldn't be surprised if we get the announcement of an. I know that Marvel doesn't. You know, Sony. I think they leave let Sony announce Spider Man films, but I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we get some Spider Man news, something Spider Man front. Um, and X Men. I wouldn't be surprised if Taron Edgerton is one of the surprise guests at D twenty three when they announce X Men for Phase Seven. Eggsy. Yeah. Eggsy man. <laughs> so that's something I'm excited about. He's Wolverine. That well, I'm, I'm yeah, well, that. I'm, I'm excited for D23. I, I, I think we'll, uh, I think that's when we'll get to see Mandalorian season three, the trailer finally, even though I've already seen the trailer, but it was on a webcam and not very high quality. I think we'll get the official trailer release there. We might even see a little bit about Ahsoka. Um, you know, maybe we'll get that Deadpool three news. Maybe we'll get X Men. Oh, yeah, I'm not holding my breath for X Men. The Who's the Boss spinoff. <laughs> who's the I've boss? I've heard about that. I've heard about that. Sticks. He's Is not that joking. a real There's, thing? Yes, like an Disney animated Plus. thing. No, it's going to be a live action Who's the Boss spinoff. What's well, not about be Who's the Boss? No, it's gonna, but it's going to be as a continuation. But I think it's going to be Sam, his daughter, is who it follows now instead of Tony Danza. And his tap dancing extravaganza. Hold me closer, Tony Dancer. Yeah. <laughs> but it's speaking of the old lady, so we're not talking about in the back shed. I thought you were talking about Bosk from Star Wars. What are you, you talking about? Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Oh, but Tony Danza, the... where he played the the nanny, the male well, nanny. He with... wrote, "Who's the Bosk." And so I'm sure it's a, it's a typo. It's just mm-hmm. a funny typo that's the uh, same spelling as Bosk, a character. I, mean, that's a joke. I just saw Boss. Yeah, he's making a joke, but there is a Who's the Boss spinoff coming. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you do know a, a non-Star Wars related one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Will Alyssa Milano be in this? I think she is. I think she is coming back for it. Yes. 
She's gone Looney Tunes. I'm sorry. I was just thinking obscure bounty hunter character Bosk. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but go ahead, Max. What were you gonna say? No, just that. Just that. I was like, why would they make a show oh, about that dude, and call now, it who's the Bosk? Now I want some like parody show. A parody the, show made by Bosk. fans would be hilarious. We already had a parody show. It was called Boba Fett. <laughs> so apparently Don Slalandino, known for his work in train and transforming celebrities into superheroes through their uh physique, took to Instagram to share photos of himself with Deadpool star Ryan Reynolds with a caption, and so it begins. Um so um Marvel Studios fly uh flags planned in the mid-February for 2024. In mid-February 2025, speculation points to Deadpool 3 landing in the, one of those dates. Uh, with Ryan Reynolds seemingly gearing up for filming, the project might be less than three years away, and updates could arrive as soon as D23 Expo, where Marvel Studios will have another presentation centered around its upcoming titles. Okay, so you're saying February 2024 or 2025. I thought you yeah. said February 2023. I'm like, bro, they yeah, haven't even started first. filming. Yeah, no, it'll world? be 2024. I might have said 2023, but I meant 2024. Okay, now that makes more sense. Okay. So on the same page and not disagreeing with you now. But, you know, it's already, like I said, it sounds like they've already got a script. He's getting into shape. It's going to start soon. So I'm sure we'll get announcements for this at D23 as well. Hope so. Another actress who says that they want to continue on the the Marvel train, Zazie Beetz. Deadpool 2 actress Zazie Beetz expressed interest in reprising her role as Domino in the franchise's third entry, but would not confirm her return. Um, when she was asked about it, she said, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I would love to do more Deadpool, but that's me. So I can't, yeah, I can't reveal. So basically she's playing coy about it. I liked her as Domino. I did too. I I hope she comes back. Yeah. Yeah, I I loved her. And it helps that she is sexy. Well, go watch bullet train. Nah. (laughs) pass i got my my action and in, in pray i'm good for oh, a while boy <laughs> i love bullet train i would legit go see it again tonight if we end early enough season one of squid games remains the most popular season of a television show ever on netflix by a lot While season four of stranger things racked up an impressive 1.4 billion hours viewed the korean survival series came up on top with 1.7 billion hours viewed wow that's crazy. And I have not watched it yet. You Squid have Game. not watched it dude, yet? It's dude, it's really good. It's, it's so really good. good. You have to watch it dubbed, though. Don't watch it sub. Or no. There's a yeah. dubbed version? Yeah. Oh, yeah. In oh, I would have fucking watched it by now. <laughs> dude, yeah, there's a dubbed version, and the dub is so bad that it makes the show that much better. I watched it. I watched subbed. Go I back and watch subbed. it dubbed again. And just, just the way that their inflection is, the way they deliver things... Like Aaron and I spent hours laughing at just the way they <laughs> they delivered lines, their inflection, just the way they handled things and how they don't fit the situations. I it's so bad, it's great. Most I loved the show, especially the story behind it. It's this like, wasn't it pretty low budget from what I'm remembering? Like this was not supposed to be a big hit. It was one of the foreign releases. It wasn't those yeah. aren't usually big hits, and it just exploded. I just, I just love that. My understanding is like the director was like, like, like down on his luck. Like, yeah, he was like wasn't doing well. Poor. It was dirt poor. Mm-hmm. This was like his like last ditch effort to, to like have something in the industry. And 
He made it big. I love that. Yes, he did. And it's fantastic. Yeah, Lance, yeah, you need I to watch it. I didn't. So my my issue, I have severe ADHD, and it's really hard for me to watch a show and read the whole thing. Like, uh, Parasite was torture for me. I love that movie, but I had to watch it like on three different sittings because I just miss pieces. Well, here's the good news. This is, I think, an eight episode show. You've got eight different sittings. Well, and it's uh, and it's subbed, so you don't have to, or and it's dubbed, so you don't have to. Yeah, I didn't know that. To read, you can listen. Yeah, and it, you're saying it makes the show better the dubbed. It makes it better because of how bad the dub is. Well, most dubs are bad. Like that's why I can't watch anime because it's like. See, I don't have a problem with a lot of the anime dubs, but anime doesn't bug me. Yeah, it's like movies that are dubbed. Live better. action dubbing, I struggle. It, it took me about to the second episode to get over the fact that the words don't match the mouth, but just, it's just so bad. It's hysterical, but it is, it is very twisted and suspenseful, man. Like they definitely Can I do tell you the job. worst overdubbing story ever. Cause this is an art house cinema in Hungary, in Europe. And sometimes they have movies that are overdubbed. Sometimes they have movies that are subtitles and sometimes they don't have either. So an employee of the theater. So you get a, you get a headsets you go watch the movie and you put on your headsets and an employee of the theater reads the script into a microphone. Oh my goodness. And it's usually like the same monotone voice regardless of character or action. Hello. Hi. I'm here. And that's how they play it. It's like some black and white Czechoslovakian movie or something. I love that you have a laugh track. Can I just say that? <laughs> Your mom just sits there, but like, I don't know if she's like sitting right next to you and she just laughs at everything you say, but it is like, it's like watching Big Bang Theory or something like that. Like anytime you just said something funny, your mom laughs. <laughs> it's awesome. Good times. <laughs> oh man. I love your wife. She's awesome. She's your cheerleader. <laughs> My wife can't even watch the show. <laughs> like after I'm done either. I don't blame her. Half the time, I can't even watch the show. Fuck you. <laughs> I get jealous. I come home. You know, I'm always late for the show just because of the way the store closes. And I come home and your mom, she's already watching the show. She's in the chat. I'm like, ah, oh, what am I missing? She's already I, I always like I like to watch the episodes when Lance isn't on. They're definitely more enjoyable. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you both. <laughs> I don't um know. yeah i'll probably start watching this tonight <laughs> do it well nobody will shut up about it so i'm like but i really didn't want to watch a show with subtitles who's not that yeah. old it's the show isn't that old he's no hartman old. said he's that old i'm that old i still have a laugh track oh <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah my wife stopped thinking anything i said was funny like a long time ago <laughs> i'm hilarious you're hilarious uh, you <laughs> and then it was like pin drop <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't know it by looking at kelsey's face when he talks so it's just <laughs> yeah. she's kelsey. so busy admiring my chiseled cheeks and my oh, beautiful yeah. beard chiseled my mane. out of butter <laughs> Yikes. Hey, hey bro. trust me i get as many eye rolls as hey, i do laugh track i've been this. lifting bro look at these weights <laughs> Chiseled out of butter. <laughs> That's it's fucked. <laughs> oh man! Look 
this iron I'm pumping. Three pounds, baby. I'm going for tone. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, my daughter. So she was playing doctor today and she checks my heart and she goes, so what seems to be the problem? This is Taylor. And I go, oh, I'm just tired all the time. And she goes, oh, well, you need to exercise. So she brings me this five pound weight that she's struggling like hell to bring to me. And I toss it in the air and catch it. And she was like, thought I was the superhero. <laughs> like I lifted the heaviest thing on the planet. That that it inflated made it look my like ego. it was nothing. Yeah, inflated my ego a little bit. Hey, that's easy nice. to do with kids when you can open things they can. It's like you have this magic power. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Season two of the Mighty Ducks Game Changers has a st- solid street date with the spinoff series. Will once again take um, on to Disney Plus Ice. The second season of the Mighty Ducks spinoff series has officially landed a premiere date of September twenty eighth. If you're a Mighty Ducks fan, um, it's worth watching season one if you haven't already. Um, hopefully season two is just as good as season one. As much as I rag on Disney products, I have to admit I'm kind of looking forward to this, and I did like season one. Yeah, you're a hockey guy. Hey, yeah, and it's <laughs> I'm a hockey guy, and it's I'm funny nervous. we watched we, me and your mom we watched um, all the movies like bang them all out and then watched the season. I don't one. think my mom has watched anything with you, Ish. She's never no, she did. You. We watched D we watched D three together. <laughs> me and your mom. D three these nuts. <laughs> I like D two better. D three there you go. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, it was an all right show. Some say that your mom has a tattoo across her back that says "The Quack Attack is back, Jack." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. <sighs> Seth Rogen has revealed Gordon Bombay in her wallet. Oh, well, <laughs> I thought it was on your wall, season. like well, yeah, wall like Jesus with candles under it. It says "In Bombay We Trust." No, that's that's we save for Seth Rogen. Oh, okay, yes. So it's very well. Seth Rogen is very timely. Has revealed the official title of the new release date for the upcoming animated Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie titled Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. And it will be in theaters um, one year from the day this was announced, which was August 4th, 20. So it'll be August 4th, 2023. Because it was announced on August 4th, 2022. I have a lot of faith in this. Like, I think it's going to be good. Isn't this the shit where Donatello has like a snaggletooth and stuff? And no, no, they they, they have glasses. a whole another movie coming out, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's on that He's not involved with. Oh fuck! This is him. This is. Is this a continuation of the original trilogy, or is this? A totally... I have no idea. There's not really been any information about it. Like we got those few um, character mocks a few mo- uh, months ago that were really, really off-putting. Um, but we have character really mocks seen... from the Seth Rogans. Yeah, show? that's what they were saying. Yeah, they were storyboards from the actual movie, and they were they were much younger than normal. Um, yeah, we talked about it on the show. All I want to know was Donatello wearing goggles because I'm sick of that uh, shit. I can't remember. But Donatello, Donatello, and goggles all the time. They fucking. But how else are you going to know that he's the tech one? The purple. <laughs> That's all we needed when I was a kid. Give them different colors and make one say Cowabunga a lot. That's all we fucking needed. We don't need fucking goggles and you know piercings and I don't know. Raphael has a crack in his shell. I don't fucking know. Raphael's really... a snapping turtle in the Rise one, and yeah, he's the leader. Leonardo's like some goofy, he's like a painter turtle. Yeah, I hate that show. But in Seth Rogen, we trust, as Stickboy says, 
I'm not no. a Seth Rogen fan. Dude, Seth no. Rogen's fucking making himself bank right now. Yes, he is. I don't think he even cares if these fucking suck or awesome. He's not there for Mutant Ninja legacy. He's there for Mutant Ninja money. No, I think Rogan is such a fan of this stuff. Like, he's such a a comic book fan and he's such a pop culture fan of this early 90s stuff that he grew up on that he's going to do it justice. Like, hey, guess what? He said the same thing about the Green Hornet. Yeah, but everyone gets one. We not learned our lessons. Everyone gets one because he came back from the Green Hornet to do. He's a writer and an executive producer of The Boys. He did Preacher. He's done a lot. He's done a few things since he's collecting. The Green Is Hornet. it this Paycheck one that you're talking about? Paycheck. Is this uh, it? Yes. I like this. You do? Well, yeah, this I is would. a painting. This is a painting. It's not. This is storyboard. So yeah. obviously it's like low. But like, I like the overall design of it. Is that the one where like Leonardo has braces? I hate this. Yeah, I'm not saying that. Okay, let me Max, show you the such a hater. Here's the alternative. That's not any better. This, the, the tables have turned. Matt loves everything tonight. Max hates everything. I don't know. Say I love everything. I, I just, don't just like, like pray. Okay, this this one like is this. a little better. Uh, no, that's the comic book. I I am just nostalgic for my '90s stuff and my '80s cartoons. You know, and even the 2007 TMNT was pretty good. I'm just not a big fan of this. I don't like Seth Rogen really. Yes, I know he's produced some good stuff. I don't have much faith in this project. <laughs> yes, I, his laugh drives me crazy. <laughs> I just don't I, ever want to hear him sing. You guys again. just hate Canadians. <laughs> that is no, well, no, not it's... true. Because Ryan Reynolds, I would divorce my wife for Ryan Reynolds right now. Max hates Canadian <laughs> pot smokers. That's a, it's just a, yeah. Ryan Reynolds, and, I have a man crush. And Rick Moranis, Rick Moranis can go in my will. I love that. Plus so ish, <laughs> half of my family is Canadian. I don't hate Canadians. Come on, that's not true. Hey, you, you allow that's this all the half on your show. That's all the half though that have some really like differing beliefs than you though. Well, yeah, I, I grew up in a red state, and they're from Canada. So, yeah, we have different beliefs. Like, wait, 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 wait. Canada, I think there's a misconception. You leave, there's three cities that are big. The rest are some of the most redneckiest, hickest people you will ever meet. <laughs> yeah, you have not out- seen redneck, But they're not rednecks because the sun don't beat on your neck like that. So they're just called <laughs> hicks. They're hicks. Yeah, they're Trust hicks. Trust me. Well. That's probably, the, if you look at landmass, that could be the largest red state landmass in the world. Fair enough. I love my Canadian three cousins. cities at the but border. They are, they are differing in political opinions, and that's okay. It doesn't mean we can't love each other. This image is great. Not that one. This is the from one the game. I, yeah, awesome. I just want to clarify, like, the last few iterations that we've got, right? Despite, it's not this one, because this is from the video game. But this is Michael Bay's movie. They have fucking noses. Like, what the hell is this? I honestly prefer that to what you were showing. Oh, me. get the fuck off the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this either. This is atrocious. This is atrocious. I can't even look at these and not want like my stomach not turn. Yeah. I, don't, uh... I did a whole article on Couch Crunchers about how much I hated this. I yeah. never wrote articles. I was that passionate about this to write an article about it. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I actually haven't seen the second one again. We saw it. We went to the movies for my birthday, I remember, because it came out right around my birthday. We went and saw it, and I haven't seen it since theaters. 
I bought it because I like Ninja Turtles, and so I wanted to own it, even though I didn't like the movie much. I have both of them on Blu-ray, and I haven't even opened the packages yet. I've seen the first one, the first Michael Bay one, maybe twice. But the other one I haven't seen again. When you look at this, and then you look at this, obviously it's going to be updated. I would say this is closer to whatever one I was just clicking on than this will ever be. Or this one. I don't know. Yeah, they look like a bunch of Goombas and like look at Don Donatello's the worst offender in my opinion. Because they take nerd and dork stereotype and amp it up to a hundred. I mean the dude's got fucking yeah. webcams on him. I I'm not arguing these movies are good. I don't like the way Donatello looks either. I don't like the way Raph looks. Leo and Mikey are the ones that I think look the the best of these four. They still I'm not saying they look good though, but they he gave them lips human lips this is as bad as ugly sonic human hey, lips awesome i don't know the movies, last time you saw a turtle chats talking turtles don't have lips kids. what's that <laughs> chats talking garbage pale kids the movie speaking of awesome movies i don't know i hope i hope the movie's good i'm gonna see it it's turtles okay hudson i'm gonna go see it i oh, just boy. don't like this art hudson hawk is a dog shit movie you have to understand this is a storyboard so it's drawn by some guy quick for a storyboard. But if okay. this is the shape of them and stuff. It's, con- it's concept art. Concept it's- art. Sure. It's going to look much better than this. I think it's CGI, isn't it? Or it's not CGI. Uh, computer animated, right? The show yeah, is going to be. Probably. Okay. So it's going to be more in line will... with like this. Okay. I like that. This is from the TMNT. Uh, yeah. The fourth the movie. movie. Yeah. You like that? I... What about the picture on the right? I just don't understand why they're so. <laughs> I don't like Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah, but you like oh, you like some of his stuff. You liked American Pickle. Uh, that's like the only thing that I think he's acted in that I liked. Um, I like the boys. I love the boys, and I know he's an yeah. And he pretty pre- on that. He wrote a lot of those episodes. Him and Evan and Goldberg. I'll I'll be honest. A lot of the stuff that he's been in, I haven't seen because I see the trailer and I'm like, this looks terrible. I've seen. I've seen a couple of his things that I like okay. I think Pineapple... I like 50-50. 50-50 was good. I'll give him Pineapple that one. Pineapple Express is Rogan. one of my favorite movies. I'm a Seth Rogen mark, dude. Pineapple, Pineapple Express is fine. But that's all James Franco. Like, the Express. End of the World or whatever. I don't like that one. Oh, yeah, I but you that got... Movie. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, then you got The Neighbors with him and Zac Efron. Never saw that one. Looked Zach down. and Mira make a porno. I'm not really into R-rated comedies, though. I just, I don't really. The, uh, the, was it called the, what was it? That movie called with Zac Efron? The Neighbors. The Neighbors. Uh, Anna loved that one, Max. So I think you would, and she doesn't like Seth Rogen comedies that much either. So I think you would like that one. It's hilarious. Maybe. I'm going to be like my wife, though, when I tell her that she should watch a Will Ferrell project. And she says, no, I hate Will Ferrell. Oh, (laughs) I love Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell has some duds. Although I am looking oh, forward sure. to that. Uh, what's that movie called? It's coming on Apple TV with him and Ryan Reynolds. I don't know. Spirited, I think. It's like a Christmas carol. But I've like always a been a I've always been a guy who says that Will Ferrell's a better he's better as like that goofy sidekick than he is the leading man. Although I do like some of his movies like Talladega Nights and Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. Oh, Talladega Nights and Step Brothers are great. And uh, um, why can I not? The new uh, guys? 
the other guys. No, the other guys. That is one of my favorite comedies. I love You and that I movie. saw that in the theaters three times. Well, I think we went and saw it in the dollar theater too. I'm trying yeah. to think of his basketball movie he did where he plays Jackie Moon. Semi Pro. Semi Pro. Oh, yes. that one was yeah, that one was all right. I like that you watched... in fiction. That one was good. That is good. Um did you watch The Stranger Next or the the Shrink Next Door? No. I haven't seen that one. That one is one that you should sit down with Kelsey and watch. It That's the one that I said, Lance says we should watch this. It's not typical Will Ferrell. And she said, no, it's Will Ferrell. I'm not watching Everything it. Must Go <laughs> is a good one, too. And it's yeah, he, it's based in Scottsdale. Oh, that's she, cool. She needs to be not so um, prejudiced and watch that show because it's not a comedy. Well, I guess I it know. is funny, but it's not slapsticky like all of his other Isn't stuff. Paul Rudd in that one, too? Yes. And he yeah. plays a shrink. And it's based on a true story. And it's phenomenal. Yeah. She the only thing I think I've ever watched with her that Will Ferrell's in is The Office. And she doesn't like those episodes <laughs> that he's in. Yeah, I don't like anything after Michael Scott Lee's, so I don't know. Well, <laughs> all right, ish. ish. Ish left. Ish. Get the fuck back well, here. While we wait for him to come back, I will say this. I you've probably heard me say it on the show before that I'm I, I don't know. I've said this many times before. I should wait to reserve judgment on a project until I've actually seen it or at least seen something from it. So while I'm not particularly excited about this Turtles movie, I am hopeful that it will be good. I've been wrong many times before. I thought the Joker was going to suck. I thought Peacemaker was going to suck. There have been plenty of other things I thought were going to be terrible, and they ended up being some of my favorite things. So yeah, we're never talking Star Trek again. I give Ish the one chance after every week. He's like, let's talk Star Trek. Let's talk Star Trek. Let's talk Star Trek. Let's talk Strange New Worlds. Okay, well, while we, while we wait for him. Dump. Can I just keep take while, on Turtles? Oh, look, he's back. Oh, well, he's back. I, I was, was just putting just my food away. Quick, I'm sorry, guys. I was going to give a quick bullet train review. but the, Putting let's... his food away, a.k.a. dropping a deuce. <laughs> All right, Ish. Let's get into that'll this. Be the, that'll be like an hour. So that's true. So, He's a grown man. So to preface before we start talking about Star Trek: Strange New Worlds, Ish has been asking for the last what four or five weeks ish to talk about four this. or five months. Sure, yeah, has, to talk Star Trek to talk about this, and we love Ish so much that we decided to finally give him his due. Bless your hearts. To talk about this. even though and this I is the segment it. where we lose all viewers, yeah. <laughs> especially me who could even make it through one yeah. episode. Matt's just gonna fucking gloss over his eyes are gonna roll back. <laughs> now I did tell I did tell Matt that I thought the first couple episodes were a bit slow, but it definitely picks up a little bit before midway. I thought the second episode was it's one of the better episodes of Star Trek I've seen just in general. The one with the comet. Oh yeah, I did like that one. Yeah. I think that's when I texted you. I said, Hey Ish, this show's pretty damn good. <laughs> so to talk know. about like this show. Talk- Go we got to give some context. With Star Trek fans, context is king. So back 1965, 1966, they filmed Gene Roddenberry pilot. was born in a log cabin. Yes, Gene Roddenberry <laughs> in his log cabin. And he, you know they pitched the Star Trek and they filmed a pilot episode. And then that pilot episode featured um, a captain called Captain Pike. They also had Spock and some other characters. And that pilot episode was never aired. It actually never even aired till the 1980s. So NBC hated the pilot episode. They said it was too cerebral, and they got shelved. And that starred, so they had chosen, um, it was kind of a, a medium to big movie star at the time, Jeffrey Hunter. 
So it was a big deal that they got him as the lead in their TV show. Anyway, the whole thing got scrapped. They redid it. William Shatner, they ended up creating the character James T. Kirk, and the show started. A couple episodes in, they actually, in, in season one, they fell behind by two episodes. And if they couldn't deliver two episodes to NBC, the show would get canceled. So Gene Roddenberry took that original pilot, which was black and white, um, by the way, and he re-edited it into a two-episode, two-part episode called The Menagerie. And for Star Trek fans, that's a very, very famous episode. And that brought this Captain Pike back into the continuity and back into canon. And it was, you know, henceforth established that the captain of the Enterprise prior to Kirk was Captain Pike. And that was pretty much the most we never saw Captain Pike ever again. But it was well, there. He was, in, he was in the new movies. James Tiberius. Kirk. That's true. But those don't count. Those, that's the franchised Star Trek. That's not real Star yeah. Trek. Let's, let's not even go out there with that. Wow, we got a real and a franchise Star Trek now? Yeah, I like it all, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, like 60 years later, right, we've had Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, all those other shows. And then we come to this new age of streaming. It was originally called CBS All Access. They became Paramount Plus with the whole merger. They got bought out by Viacom. And they decided their flagship for the platform was, again, going to be Star Trek. And then the show they came up with was Star Trek Discovery, which is now four seasons in. Now, the spoiler alert, the final cliffhanger for season one, which had to do, the whole season had to do with a ship called Star Trek Discovery, which took place about 10 years before Captain Kirk in the original series. And so, you know, people were wondering, well, how are they going to fill the gaps? Are we going to get cameos or this or that? And then we got the big reveal at the end, the final episode of season one, the Enterprise shows up. And it's Captain Pike. So Captain Dang Pike it. is back. I took my headset off so I wouldn't hear the spoiler, but I still heard it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's not really that spoiler. It's just like a, a, an amazing moment when the Enterprise, if you're a Star Trek fan, and finally, 60 years later, they brought back the original Enterprise and it shows up. It was absolutely glorious. And season two of Discovery, which I highly recommend, was all about Captain Pike, the Enterprise, Spock, and how they dealt with whatever the storyline of Star Trek Discovery was at the time. That was such a popular season that, of course, it made sense they're going to do a spinoff show. Dude, here we are, is, Strange yeah. New Worlds, which is yeah. Captain Pike and the Enterprise pre-Captain Kirk. So there you go. That's the context of why this show and, exists and, so, and how we got there. Is Anson Mount in um, Discovery then? as Pike? Correct. Anson okay. Mount, who plays Black Bolt in the Marvel movies, yeah. Um is Captain Pike. And um Gregory Peck, I don't know if you know that legendary actor, his grandson plays Spock. And I think he's done a, a I terrific didn't know job. That. Yeah. Rebecca stick boy says, same. Go ahead, Go ahead. Lance. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna say, say Rebecca says, in it. God damn it. I was gonna say <laughs> Stick Boy says, Man, a whole Star Trek lesson in less than five minutes. Eric says, wiki ish. Hartman <laughs> says is this relaxation music to a sleep to channel? <laughs> Don't hate on Trek. Come on. And then Stick says your eyes are getting heavy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> These are all I think that I think the show is excellent. Um Star Trek Discovery, which I like, you know, and I and I, I'm remaining loyal to and, and watching. It's kind of up and down, has its, you know, this and that, but Strange New World's kind of right off the bat establish itself that this is going to be actual science fiction they're not going for the, all like this stupid soap opera stuff um notable the second episode just a quick synopsis 
it's a very traditional kind of Star the Trek style. Get your, yeah, the synopsis-ish. Your... There we go. <laughs> so this comet, this comet is heading straight for this planet, and it's going to wipe out all the inhabitants of that planet. So, of course, Enterprise's job is to science the shit out of that comet and get it to move out of the path. But it turns out that this comet is actually considered a deity by another civilization that's actually in another galaxy. And when they find out someone's about to mess with their deity, they show up and they're far superior technologically to us at the time. And yeah. so we get this great, you know, classic science fiction conflict of they have to do this to save these people, but then they have to deal with these other people who, feel, who see the whole thing as a threat. It's great stuff. They solve it with science. So I'm stressing that point. And that's what science fiction is about. That's what Star Trek's about. That is that the one where she sings to it? Wait, there's nobody that yes. like slices the uh the thing with a laser sword or no or uses no laser magic? swords, no pew pew pew. I mean there's action scenes, of course. Well, I know there is. But they've really the, the writing really stress stresses that this is a science fiction show and you know conflicts and crises and those types of situations will be solved, you know, primarily through science. I yeah. I I saw a TikTok video the other day of uh, Joe Mangian. How do you say his name? The one that played De was going to play Deathstroke. Do you know who I'm talking about? He's married to. Oh, yeah. Migliano. Migliano yeah. yeah, something like that. Where he's talking about how Star Wars is sci fi. And that's always frustrated me because yeah, it's Star not... Wars to me he is. He says it's fantasy, fantasy, I thought, in that video. He does, but he says it's very much sci fi as well. And, and to me, that it does not fit the description of science fiction. Star Trek fits that description of science fiction because they actually use science to kind of solve these issues and they go in and explore these worlds and they're, they're actually like researching and stuff. Yeah. So when people say they're science fiction fans and then they say, well, I love star Wars. It's always kind of irked me a little bit. Like in star yeah, Wars, I always say fine. star Wars has more in common with Lord of the Rings than it does with it, star Trek. It's, yeah. it's fantasy in space. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a space fantasy. doesn't that's why mean I like it so much. Just because you're in space, it's not sci-fi. Yeah, I, that's that's that's. And I'm not trying to rag. I'm not trying to rag on Star Wars at all. But all I'm saying is that if you are a true science science fiction fan, Star. I'll just go ahead and take care of that for everyone who. <laughs> oh man. Who is offended by his Star Wars take right now? But I, I see nothing wrong true. with his I, take. I see, He's I right. Three other people. No, I know. Agreeing with me, or two other people. Listen, but what I'm we saying, don't hawk Trek here, all right? <laughs> I'm just saying that... We do now, Matt. <laughs> I'm just saying that it's Star Wars is fine. It's great. Like, I like, I like the newer Star I Wars. I love Star Wars, too. I agree but with Lance. Old Star Wars. Star Wars is not sci-fi, boo. Yeah, yeah, I think, I, I think I, we pretty much go. all agree. All right, so Star uh, Wars so, is a fantasy sci-fi opera. Yeah, so I have a question-ish. Yes. You're, you're enjoying the new, this new Star Trek stuff. Shatner said that he feels like uh, Roddenberry would be rolling in his grave. He said that was a joke. Oh, okay. That he was messing was around just... with Kevin Smith when he said that, and of course the media has to completely fucking blow that up. Okay, I was just wondering. I'm like, why would he say that? Like, if if he was saying it, it might have been because he saw Picard season two. Yeah, I've heard bad. <laughs> that was that. fucking hot, smelly poop. Picard so season bad. two was so bad. Season one, very good. I watched it twice. Season two was, oh my, oh my, it was bad. Yeah, so my There's also Star Trek Lower Decks, which is an animated uh, spoof. 
but yeah, it's one of those is, spoofs that funny. that that requires you like you have to have seen like 800 hours of star trek to get a lot of the jokes they cut deep on that and i it's like that show funny. a lot too and they did announce at comic-con that they're doing a crossover with strange new worlds and lower decks so i'm really excited for that nice. yeah they 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 each episode like tackles like a different they have like a horror episode where they're being like hunted by this um the like Gorn. alien parasite yeah the Gorn, Gorn is it's from the classic series it's from a very famous episode with kirk and, and the Gorn just fight each other on a planet it's like horror filled there's like jump scares in it and stuff it's fucking awesome and that's that's what i like about some of these shows is that each episode kind of has a different feel to it they have that kind of funny body switching episode you remember spock and his yep, fiance yep. switch bodies and they got to go through all this shit to 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 kind of like carry on their daily lives and it has like a moral of the story at the end of it and stuff but each she episode... has to learn to stand when she pees he has to learn to sit <laughs> <laughs> but uh but each episode kind of tackles like a different type of uh theme or or tone to it and the performances in it are are great i think everybody does a great job my favorite yeah. may be the female doctor though yeah and it's one of those things where like you know they're recasting iconic characters right that's never an easy task and they've done a great job i love the new spock i love the new uhura and by the way we've got to mention that original uhura nichelle nichols passed away last week mm -hmm. um you know her role in star trek was groundbreaking to the point where even um martin luther king jr had a talk with her and was like you cannot leave star trek right now you're the most important black american in entertainment right now because you're sitting on board that starship in a command position it was the first real time that a black actress was like a huge prominent television yeah, that, role, and her right? character was an important character it wasn't just the servant or something you yeah know. she wasn't like token she, she was like, an officer she, she was the yeah yeah no it i i completely agree with you uh is it lynette nichols what's her name michelle nichols yeah um and then the actress that plays Uhura in this show is very good too. Like in plays. Yeah, a very she's done a great job. Role. Yeah. And they I can't yeah, really they've complained about several. anybody in this show. Yeah, I have one gripe with the security officer. We're not that's a whole other nerd alert that has to do with I guess she's a descendant of Khan from the movie Wrath of Khan. The one and that was the one that was the, uh attacked by the Gorn when she was a child. Yes. Or Rebecca Romaine. No, no, the one attacked by the Gorn. You know the, she reveals herself to be an augment. Right. And her name's Noonien Singh. So if you've seen Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, he is Khan Noonien Singh. So I'm like, all of a sudden, his granddaughter served on the Enterprise and nobody ever knew. And it's a very weird plot hole. I can't get over well, it. Well, if but... it's before the original, if it's before Picard, or before Kirk, wouldn't that be like, he be her descendant like she be no because like, no because he's he's from the he's actually from our time and he was in suspended animation in space uh, okay and that's one of the episodes they find a ship with all these people hibernating and they wake them up it's called space seed and they wake them up and one of them turns out to be Khan union Singh, who was like Futurama. an overlord who was an overlord yeah. of earth this former tyrant who was sent out into exile so he tries to take over the enterprise and that leads into like you know one of the most popular movies of the whole series star trek to the wrath of khan mm -hmm. and now for her to shoot shoehorn in a descendant of his i don't know it's very weird but it would have been before all that stuff 
happened. Correct. So that's why. So Spock never tells Kirk, like, hey, by the way, I served with his granddaughter, right? And then Khan, when he took over the Enterprise, he memorizes the entire database of the entire Federation of Planets. So he would have been like, oh, my descendants served aboard this ship. Well, is this is this really in line with everything? Like, or is this kind of a reboot? See, they said it's in line. That this is all prime timeline stuff. It's all going to connect. But I think they've switched courses now, and it's turning into going to be a reboot. Like, I'm pretty much preparing myself to like it's going to be different stuff from now on. Stuff's going to be different. It's not necessarily going to align with the original series anymore. Which, if they do it right, I'm fine with because. You know who shows? I don't know. You have you seen the final episode? Oh yeah, yeah. I so you know who shows up? Released. So it's like a there's like a big deal, big big deal. People show up in this show, and it's already Man, we, we all know about different. it here. We talked about it. Kirk shows up in the last episode. Yeah, it's the dude from Correct. Vampire Diaries. We talked about it on the show. We showed a still. Okay. Well, and okay. he he makes mention like he makes mention to him in the like first episode that I watched. The half of the first episode I watched, they say that he isn't he. Like a no, lower it's his, officer. It's his brother. The... His brother oh. is serving on the ship. His brother, which oh, is kind of in prize. line with canon, because that's true. And then when they show Kirk, he's captain of the Farragut, which he was before the Enterprise and before Pike. But I guess I'm preparing it. It's going to be a little different, which gives them, you know, they got to give a little breathing room to do, kind of do what they need to do, and not necessarily be worried. Oh, am I following the Bible from the 1960s Star Trek? Oh, man. you know, I yeah, I got to say, I love this because I'm not I'm not a Trekkie. Um, I really my trek knowledge comes mostly from the jj abrams stuff and i know you hate it ish um and i i like those movies because i don't really have any other exposure to star trek other than watching a few episodes here and there growing up um so anyway i'm not i'm not a trek guy but you know we all know i'm huge into star wars and i'm loving all these new shows coming out they're filling in the timelines and stuff and this is that for star trek for you and so i think i just think it's really cool like i I think it's exciting that uh, it is. It is how you describe for us, for us Trekkies or the hardcore people were Trekkers. This is, you know, kind of, this is what we've been waiting for shows like this it's particularly so, strange. And it's, nice. it's got the new high tech and it looks the, the effects, but even the look of the ship when they're sitting in the bridge and they go to red alert, it is amazing. It looks, the eye candy is incredible. There's no lens flares. No lens flares. Discovery <laughs> shout out to lens flares, but. shout out to Stick Boy who took the time while you're doing your tricky talk to to make this. Um, my, <laughs> I I, I want to say how um how nice it is to hear. I don't I don't consider myself. I like Star Trek, but I don't consider myself a Trekkie really or a Trekker. It's or whatever Trekker. It is. But no, no, no. You nice to hear at this point. It's nice to hear someone who is like devoted to the franchise come out and say, you know, it's okay that they're changing some things. Like I'm going to sit and watch it. And like, because star Wars, I mean, we debated it forever. Making the rest of us look bad. You know what I mean? (laughs) We debated uh, the whole Leia thing forever. How does she know? Obi-Wan da, 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 da. You get so pissed when things don't follow the canon. Like all these other franchises get so pissed when there's plot holes. And to hear somebody who's probably, more devoted to the this franchise than anybody i know it's probably ish to hear him say you know it's okay like i'm gonna sit here and watch it and see what happens and i think they're gonna reboot it and that's fine why why can't all fans be you know what i i don't feel this way about lord of the rings that's why i'm so nervous about this new series they're gonna change stuff and it's gonna be not tolkien and i'm gonna fucking lose my mind 
Well, why is that okay? Stuff and Tolkien stuff. Why is that okay? But but or why is this okay? But that isn't. I don't know. Maybe just because. I guess if the they do it, if, if, the, if the Lord of the Rings series changes stuff, but it's still awesome, then you know I'll be okay. But because like the biggest beef that people had with Obi Wan is that it didn't make sense <laughs> as far as canon wise. But I still thought the show was great. But there was people that. <laughs> uh, your mom says, Ish and I met fighting about Star Trek on Facebook. There's a lot of Trek love specifically fighting about here. the J.J. Abrams movies. She likes them, you don't? Uh, no, she pretended to like them just to troll me, and I got all triggered. See, I, <laughs> I like them, but I fully understand they're not, it's not Star Trek. Does that make sense? So, yeah. like, I've watched a lot of Star Trek, like the original series, I've watched, um, next, uh, next frontier and next all these next things. generation next generation thank you i've watched all these things but and then i watch those jj abram movies and they just seem like space action movies you know not star trek yeah. like it's kind of star trek and name only and i can look past it and they're a lot of fun but i i i don't understand the hate because if you can separate that i think that they that you can enjoy them what it I don't know. That's tough for me. Yeah. I mean, I hate those movies. Lance, I've, I've seen them all. I own like I own different versions of them, couple DVD versions, all the Blu-ray versions. I, that's I'm such a sucker. They still get my money every time. Your mom says Lance gets it. He only gets it because he doesn't have a loyalty to either side. He's not invested in either franchise. Well, I mean, star. I mean, I took a Star Trek class in high school. <laughs> They offered a class that was science fiction, and basically it was all Star Trek and a little bit of Twilight Zone sprinkled in. Like, I'm a, probably a bigger Twilight Zone fan than I am Star Trek, but uh, like, I can, se- I, I feel like I can do that often where I can separate, like, oh, you know, this is a pandering thing, but the movie is still decent. Like, the new James Bond movie doesn't feel like a typical James Bond movie, but I still yeah. like it. You know, I still thought it was really fun to watch i guess i, I struggled with the jj abrams movies because we didn't have anything else and that's basically the landscape for star trek was this is where it's going to be from now from now on now that they got the whole paramount plus i'm like okay those movies can exist over there and that's how yeah. that's how a lot of them under the rug that's how a lot of star wars fans feel they hate the sequels They're like oh is this what we're getting now and yeah that can be tough man if you like a franchise and it's not going the way you want i hated it. the lens fr- flares hate them with a fiery passion. Yeah, fucking JJ Abrams. He made like the worst Star Wars movies, the worst Star Trek movies. Yeah, it's. He gets paid big money to television. make things people don't like. Stick boys is ish. I have some laser disc Star Trek if you'd be interested in buy them. Um, <laughs> You're assuming yeah, I don't have kinda, them already. He kind of. JJ Abrams reminds me of Zack Snyder, like cheap movie, like tricks to like make it look stylized and artistic but it's not it's just fucking lens flares or it's a shaky camera or something you know i feel I mean? like all the directors have that though because like uh, michael bay's explosions well michael bay is a sucker like that dude uses explosions from other movies and puts them into his movie you know transformers has a car crash scene that is from bad boys yes and he re-edited it and put it into into transformers like that's just lazy, in my opinion. But whatever. Painting. I mean, a lot of movies do that. Though. Do you know? 
I kind of have thought about one day when I'm like super bored and can't sleep or something, going back to see how many times they've reused the shot when someone's going to the Miami airport of the Miami sign with the plane flying over it. Like <laughs> how many times that shot's been reused in how many different movies? Or the Willem screen. The Willem scream has been used for a hundred years. Yes. Sure. Oh yeah. Sure. Or the same bird call, regardless of where you are on the planet Earth, it's the same fucking bird in every movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah, Willem scream. They did a documentary on the Willem scream. Yeah, every it. Star Wars movies, every Star Wars movie has one. Like move a lot of tons of movies do that. Or there's a scene, I, I can't remember what it's from. I think it's in Spider-Man 2. There's a scene of like these people looking up into the sky about something. And it's it's like a shot that's used in a ton of other movies. Like it happens all the time. Yeah, but Michael Bay, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like he's the most notorious for it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems so cheap. One of my favorite things to do is watch old movies that and like laugh at the the parts that actually probably weren't part of the movie that somebody put in voiceover later on. Like Ish was talking about D3. Oh, you're talking about Mighty... Dark Knight Rises, the whole thing? Well, no, I'm talking like <laughs> Ish was talking about D3, the Mighty Ducks earlier. And there's a, a part at the end where the the JV and varsity teams are facing off and like there's people in the crowd like, oh God, get a good one. And like it doesn't even fit like what's going on. And it's supposed <laughs> to be the, his mom, Charlie's mom, and her mouth isn't even like moving or saying exactly what she's saying. And people are just <laughs> Like cheering and yelling in the background, like I, I just like to laugh at things like that. There's so many movies that have stuff like that that I catch. Max kind of looked cross-eyed at me when I said Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I like Dark Knight Rises. Tom Hardy had to re-record his voice through the. Whole I know. Thing. I was pissed about it. I liked the original. No, that I was understand a over fucking word. Like I, I could understand it. I, I thought it's it's Sean Sean final It sounded so much cooler. And then in the the final version of the movie, they over like they they cranked his volume up too high to where he's like 30% louder than everybody else. Cause like no it. one could understand him. That's really I important. I love it. It's hard. It's hard for me to even find versions of the original trailer. I liked it. I thought it they should so have just cool. thrown him in the luchador mask. That's my issue with, uh, it's not tenant. What's the other one that what's, what's the other movie that he did where you don't Venom. know. Oh yeah. Venom is just mumbling the whole time. Inception. You don't know what the fuck this dude is. He doesn't in every. I movie guess I called. can understand him just fine. I I have no issue understanding. I him. have a hard time like understanding people when they mumble as it is. That's why I watch subtitles on basically everything I watch. On subtitles is like always on my screen because sometimes I have to rewind and be like, "The fuck did he just say?" Maybe that's the only way he can do an American accent is if he mumbles. Oh yeah, he's hey, British, huh? It's Evan. What's Evan. up, buddy? We do have to Thanks watch your language now. Evan is a young a young viewer. Oh. Poop, fart. <laughs> well, that didn't stop us with quantum vomit. Pretty sure we we. Uh... I apologize for his potty mouth. We will remove that, <laughs> that nuisance from the chat or from the show. I was no, I was no, all right with poop, leave. but when he went well, fart, he went too far. <laughs> he fart took him too far. Hey, boys and girls, what story are we telling today? Let me get my trusty blue jacket. And you're gone for that. <laughs> and time out for that one. <sighs> but what uh 
we're we're kind of done with our, our topics tonight ish what what came out of the uh the shop are we done with star trek do you want to be done with, do you have more on star trek no i can talk, I can talk <laughs> star trek all that long well, I, I just no, i just want to put it out it was season one 10 episodes i recommend it you know if if you like it there's you know, you know, you pay the monthly subscription. There's a lot of other Star Trek to watch. There's quite a quite a lot of content on Paramount Plus. I don't think Paramount Plus is that expensive, is it? No, it's like six ninety nine yeah. or something. Yeah, I think it's one of the cheaper ones, and there's a lot of good stuff on there. That is ten seventy nine after tax. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm looking forward to season two. It's apparently already in the can. They already filmed season two, so but I think we have to wait. In like the can here is a good thing, not thrown in the can like Batgirl. Correct. Not Warner Brothers in the can. <laughs> you know That's what? Can, can, can we go back like to the Warner Brothers lad. thing? I wish they would open that can, light that match, drop it in, and then go about their business. But yeah, let's go back to the Warner Brothers thing. So I have. I just want to. I just want to say this. So Warner Brothers is like one of the fucking oldest movie studios on the planet. Hollywood was founded by Warner Brothers, MGM, Fox. Fox is gone. MGM was bought well, by Amazon. Fox now hasn't Warner been Brother, that long. What's that? Fox hasn't been around Fox? that long, has it? Yes. Yeah, since like the 1920s. Really? Um, I didn't know that. Oh, wait. Yes, like I did. Like 20th Century TV Fox, Ch- Fox, all that. Yeah. yeah. The Fox TV channel. And now Warner Brothers is being bossed around by the Discovery Network. Like, what? this is a, like a totally new world order when it comes to Hollywood and entertainment. Well, it's happening. I mean, we've had, we've I mean, had this for a couple decades with corporations running the show. But literally, you get Discovery Network, which now I, I was thinking, like, how are they so powerful? It's because literally, like, the Home and Garden Network and oh, yeah. 90 Day Fiance, those shows. Big Ed, shout out Big Ed. Crazy. They get crazy amounts of viewers, crazy ratings to the point where they're bossing around yeah. movie studios and DC Comics. And Warner Brothers. I to me that's I, crazy, but that's that's the future. That's where we're headed now. I do think that they are being very cautious that they want to do this right because it's been fucked for so long. Well, right? they have, oh, they sorry. Need to turn sorry. a profit is what they need to do. Yeah. So some of the stuff that David Zaslav or whatever his name is said about finding somebody to run the ship, finding you know having a ten year plan, taking it slow, like coming out with quality content. These are all good things. Now it's another thing of whether or not they'll be able to do it. But look at what you just said, dude. Uh, Fox is gone, right? Disney bought them. MGM yep. now owned by Amazon. Amazon bought, yep. Uh, Warner Brothers now owned by Discovery. It's all mega corporations now that are running yep. these things. I mean, I actually prefer Discovery, who's actually in the media business, owning a movie studio more than I do AT&T. Listen, I think all of those stupid home improvement shows are absolute (laughs) and I will never watch (laughs) any one of those shows again. You know which one I actually really like is the one. I love Homestead Rescue. That's not that's on History Channel. Which one? The one with Tim Allen. Oh, it is. I just watched it on Hulu. I didn't even know that. History Channel. Assembly required or assembly? Yeah, some assembly required with him and that dude. Is the History Warren. Channel part of the Discovery Network? It might be, probably. But I like Fortune and Fire. Like I like the History Channel shows. But um, yeah, I mean, my mom and fiance watch those stupid. Like that's all my mom watches. Is big Ed TLC, the stupid <laughs> well, that's ass. Like, dude, Big Ed got his own spinoff show, and yeah. ninety million dollar Batgirl gets put on a shelf. 
But Ed, yeah. he gets his own show. Big Ed, man. Shout out. Big ups to Big Ed, man. It, I, just think, I just think it's crazy that HBO Max is going away next year. Well, we don't know that. Nah, they're not going away. No, David well, they're all merging into one. It. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're going to merge into one app. Yeah, but. He's saying that the app technology, that HBO Max is going to be gone. It's going to be merged with Discovery Plus, but they're using the app technology that Discovery Plus has because HBO Max apparently, now I haven't encountered many of these, but HBO Max apparently has a lot of uh, technical issues. It does. I it have, crashes. I have all. issues. I have issues with HBO Max. I don't think mine's regularly. ever crashed. Mine crashes all the time. I, I get more issues or, with Amazon Prime than anything. It won't play videos. But so, I have yeah, issues with Hulu too. It'll... They're shuttering. They're shuttering both, and going to have the team that developed Discovery Plus. And this came up from the CEO. The team that that developed Discovery Plus is going to build a whole new app. That's all right. I just hope the price doesn't go up. Yeah, if the like, price is the same as HBO Max, I'm fine with it. I, I think the price will have to go up. Even, even right now, I mean, they're five bucks less than Netflix, and Netflix is the most expensive. And Netflix is losing like bleeding subscribers right now at the twenty dollar price point. I don't, I don't see anything being sustainable over fifteen bucks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't but know. um. Anything else, you guys? Any you guys got anything else you wanna go watch? On? Paper Girls. Paper Girls is fantastic. Paper Girls was awesome. Matt, what'd you pick episodes. up this week? Uh, I already put my books away. Um, so I picked up uh, Spider Man Exodus. Oh, hold on, I can pull it up. I got the I got an app here that shows. Dude, the uh, B cover variant <laughs> for the new GI Joe was fire. If you're a GI um, Joe fan, it's pure GI Joe nerd goodness. I picked you know up Batman you... 126. Uh, I picked up this Spider-Man variant for Moon Knight 14. Okay. Um, I picked up Spider-Man Exodus 2099 because I'm a mark for first appearances in this book, apparently, because every every issue had a first appearance. Um, I so picked up... There was a debate in the shop that X-Men 2099 already exists, and I feel like it they, does. They but the do, comic but clearly says this is a first appearance. It's a different iteration of the team. So it's just a different lineup. Ah, yeah. Okay. Um, Red Hood, uh, Batman White Knight, Red Hood. Pick that up. First appearance of a new Robin. That name just confuses me. Batman um, White Knight, Red Hood. Yeah. The sw- Did you um, see any of the swimsuit variants? For what? For what? For DC Comics. They have, this is the, this is the new no, thing. They have didn't. swimsuit variants, and what? some of them are just fucking ridiculous. I like picked Batman, up uh, Batman wearing the cowl. Oh my gosh! And a I'm speedo looking at right standing now. on the beach, like oh yeah, with a dude pushing a beach ball behind him. <laughs> I picked up like three covers for Edge wow. of Spider Verse One. Um, I got the the connecting the, cover uh, Spider Rex. Yeah, I got the Spider Rex cover. Superman. <laughs> yeah, this is so bad. I don't know who they try. Let to me pose. To. Let me pose all sexy behind my cousin. <laughs> I got the. Um, By the way, Eric Williamson the... pre-ordered every swimsuit variant. I'm just calling sure him out on the show right now. This and then I got the Scotty Young Bruce Wayne's cover gonna go to that. the beach. Bill said cowl. this. Bill said this variant was banned from the shop. <laughs> Bill's like, I've been a Spider-Man a fan better. for 40, 50 years, or a Batman fan, and he just said no. That 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 variant is not entering our doors. This one looks a bit better. 
even though yeah. like does it though does it how many how many superheroes do you think wear their own branded swim trunks <laughs> damien <laughs> why do we want to see them splashing around in a pool no i think it's re- i think it's stupid but when you have to look at a consensus of all of them this one's not as bad as some of the others this one's horrible this one <laughs> is this one is like right in your face george george r martin level creepiness right here <laughs> She's posting all seductively, and meanwhile, Clark's in the back. I don't fucking get it, dude. Whatever. Um, I picked up. Who is what this? Else did I get? Is this Aquaman. I got uh the closet number three, Sam. which I'm no. I'm loving that series right the now. Closet, the closet by James Tinian. Yeah, I think issue three was the final issue, wasn't it? I believe it is. Ooh, I don't know. Oh, this and one actually looks kind of cool. Super good. I picked up the Dead Lucky from Image Number One, and then I picked up. Uh, what Ellie's the a blaze book for Logan's collection? So that was all I picked up this week. Is this uh, is this for foreshadowing her taking over the um Pirates of the Caribbean role? Sure, Lance Sticks Boy. All of a sudden, I'm the poor knowledge king. I don't know how that happened, dude. Look at <laughs> he's even got a little package in here. <laughs> <laughs> For all you Nightwing fans. Yeah, you get to see a package there. Yeah, that seems to be a thing. Yeah, that's a thing for them. They're like over-sexualizing Nightwing a lot now. She Wonder Woman's like fantasizing over. And then and then DC, you know, wonders why none of these comics are in the top 50 in sales. What's coming out next week? That one's nice. That That has actually some art to it. Uh, Do you know what's coming out next week that people should keep their eyes uh, peeled for-ish? Ooh, for next week. Um, ooh, I'm not prepared. I need to see a list. Do you have a list? Spider-Man number book? seven, the return of Norman Osborn. Okay. Um, I think will be one. What? Uh, Eight billion genies number four. That's probably okay. be a hot seller. Probably um, an axe. Ghost Rider uh, Judgment Day. Is yeah, in Ghost that one? Rider uh, Vengeance Forever number one. Deceased, War of the Undead Gods, number one. That actually has a cool um, body bag variant. So it comes in a, a poly bag that's made to look like a Gotham PD zippered up body bag. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You know what? And cover... the other variant is one of those acetates. So maybe that's one to jump on is the uh, Deceased. G.I. Joe cool has covers. the Best of Storm Shadow book coming out. The Andromeda cover looked pretty cool. Aquaman, the one that you showed on your video-ish. Yes. Yeah. That book has I thought some, that cover looked pretty cool. Very cool art with the Black Manta, but kind of with this red mm-hmm. tint to it. I thought that looked really cool. These variant covers are... I mean, these the next week's kind of a light week. There isn't a whole lot. So you guys remember how I was telling you the latest Harley Quinn episode <laughs> has a Court of Owls orgy scene in it? Yeah. Apparently DC's getting roasted right now because if you go to the kids section, that Harley Quinn episode's in it. Oh, oh my boy. <laughs> on on HBO Max? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'd be pissed if my kids stumbled across that. Oh gosh. There's literally a scene with Harley Quinn like pleasuring poison ivy in that show. Like it's not right. for kids. You oh, just so pause to visualize. Yep. 
you know in that <laughs> the last episode there's a scene with uh batman rubbing catwoman's feet and originally batman was going down on catwoman and dc said no you can't do that and instead he's rubbing her feet and she's cracking yeah. jokes about how he sucks at it and uh, you know listen what show was that everybody yeah, harley quinn kitty oh harley quinn's gotta eat the kitty all right so um just kind of a reminder as we're finishing up here to close out this show we are grinding in grinding in on 500 subs we are at 482 subs once we hit 500 subs stumbling jedi is giving away a cgc 9.8 something's killing the children number one um i think it's the comic shop variant or something like that he's giving away a signed dick pic too right no yeah that Did I just... that apparently is coming also <laughs> nice. um <laughs> But uh, so, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Let's get to a thousand subs. I want to try to get to a thousand subs by me November. Too. That would be amazing. So how long do you think it would take me to eat 1000 subs? <laughs> I, I no kind of eat them like two at a time. Well, I'm not going to do that gesture ever. again. I am screen grabbing that later. <laughs> uh, good gesture. Hey, did uh, Max right, and Lance, did you guys watch SummerSlam? No, no, no. <laughs> your mom. Is that really happening right now? Dude, Matt, how Summer great Slam. was SummerSlam? It was actually a surprise. It was, it was very so good. entertaining. Almost, I think every good. match had something, uh, some entertainment value in it. And then I the ending was just, the ending was like, this is why little boys love wrestling. A fucking Viking met a Roman Rock god, Lesnar. and then they settled it with the tractors. Yeah, <laughs> Brock Lesnar came up with a tractor, and he he scooped up the entire rink and it threw Roman Reigns over like it was pure mayhem. It was glorious. Shades of OG Stone Cold. You would Steve you would Austin. have no clue that there's all sorts of controversies going behind the scenes. You'd have no idea because their event was I don't want to say flawless, but it was pretty close. That SummerSlam was epic. Yes, it was. It was very, very a tractor. good. A tractor. <laughs> so um, Ish and I are actually going to be doing a wrestling podcast called Absolute Geek Podcast um, Ringside. Where we're going to review wrestling content from the WWE, probably AEW, NXT um, through the week. We just have to figure out what day we're going to record that and put it out. And So if you're here for more wrestling, that's that's on the way. Um, of course, we got quickies. We need more quickies. You know, your interview was always time for a quickie. I loved it when he started saying he grew up on uh, Larry Hama GI Joe. That was like, oh yeah, oh uh, I gotta be a really CM Punk fan now when he says shit yeah. like that. You know, and he's like, you know, anything Jason Aaron. He picks up and reads. So this guy, <laughs> he knows his comedy. He wasn't just posing. I felt that he does. He really was. Jer- Jericho's the one that surprised nerd me. in the background. He did. <laughs> yeah. Jericho's the one that surprised me that. with his comic book knowledge and that he was a Teen Titans fan and dropping dropping Marv Wolfman's name and stuff. And I was like, yeah, oh boy. Yeah. Never yeah, there's a that. lot of overlap with comics and wrestling, turns out. Yes, that's no big shock. That's what I'm saying. No big shock. I mean, you know, 25 or you know, 25,000 views on a CM Punk interview can't be wrong, right? Yeah, but um, again, Did Kyle say he wanted to win the dick pick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> if you remember last week, we did a, a giveaway. You just had to leave a comment in the comment section letting us know what your uh predictions for the Marvel phase was. You get to sign Tyler Kirkham Judgment Day. AVX versus Avenger or uh, Avengers versus X Men versus Eternals. Tyler Kirkham signed poster. Um, so we're gonna go ahead and do that right now before we you get call it a night, bro. I got this. 
all three comments. Let's pick a, a pick a winner here for that. Eric Williams. Look at that. So congratulations, Eric. DM me. Uh, DM us on Instagram, and I'll get that out to you. Or um, if you go to Ish's shop, I can drop it off there, and you can pick it up there with Ish. Either way, whatever does. works best And Lance, for you. I have your hardcover, Last Ronin. Oh, fuck. I need to come get that. I got it tucked away in the back for you. Whatever Thanks, works man. for you. Like I said, hit me up on IG or um, let Ish know, and he can get with me, and I can get it to the store. Congrats, Eric. There, but congratulations, my Atta man. Boy. Thank you for commenting. Um, Yes, we're going to do more giveaways um, as we go. Sweet baby Jesus wearing an I love the rock t-shirt. <laughs> All right. But we know we know Mac, or Lance loves the rock. So he says, I love to rock. Not I love, oh, love rock. to rock. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're, Eric, you you're welcome, a Eric. predator prey poster. Ooh, look at that. Signed by the CGI bear. And, and a shit taken by Ish on top of it. <laughs> it's steaming. Yeah, a post chicken wing shit from Ish. <laughs> yes, sprinkled with my hemorrhoid blood. Oh, my oh God. God. <laughs> hey, we got to add the show on an awesome I, note. I, I, yeah, I think that's a good On note. that note, before I vomit. <laughs> wow. Uh, I want to thank everyone for hanging out in the chat tonight. Uh, Eric Williamson, congratulations again on your win. Your mom, Stick Boys, Patrick, Kyle, um, Zaggy, uh, Epic Evan. I can just keep going on. Hartman, everyone, thank you so much for hanging out, making it fun as always. We appreciate you guys' support and love you very much. And yeah, uh, for this, you're not going to say thank you, Lance. Fuck you. Uh, thanks, Lance. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Thanks, Ish. <laughs> so for this week's episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast, thanks, I Read Comics. For this week's episode, Sam, thanks, Sam. Sam's so, here. Yeah, go check out Sam and Kyle on Thresholds of Reality. Sam made a very interesting interview with a psychic today. That was cool. Um, I saw that. Yes, yeah, some crazy stuff. So go check out Thresholds. Um, go support Renovision. Support these guys, you know, quickies, wherever they make more content. So for the ninth time, for this week's episode of the Absolute Podcast, I'm Matt. I'm Lance. I'm Max. I'm Ish. And we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>